following program is brought to you in living color. Jesus Christ! My dear guests, I am Mr. Rourke, your host. Welcome to The Dukes of Hazard will not be televised this evening in order that we may bring you the following special presentation. And now as a public service to those of our viewers who have difficulty with their hearing, I will repeat the top story of the day, aided by the headmaster of the New York School for the Heart of Hearing, Garrett Morris. Our top story tonight... Our top story tonight... Lisa Francisco Franco is still dead. Good night and have a pleasant Good night tomorrow. and have a pleasant tomorrow. Here's Henrietta and Myrna Newdorf right now singing.
What do you got in here, rocks? Are you kidding? When I was your age, I would lug 50 pounds of ice up five, six flights of stairs. So what? So what? So let's dance. FM, WMNH, WMNHradio.org. It's uh, Retro Spectrum Radio. Good evening. Mm. Matt Connerton will be uh, joining us uh, very soon. He's still on a holiday retreat, but he will be back. And uh, sitting in uh, for him tonight is... The beautiful John Hopwood. Good evening, John. Hi. How are you? I am temporarily headphoneless. Headphoneless. You're headphoneless. Steve, I thought you set up headphones. Can you go make sure he's got yes. headset over there? But he, still has a, I... he still has did, a voice. Did you find them, John Hopwood? No, I can't find them over here. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we came in early. And... Oh, thank you. All right. Steve's uh, accommodating John, but it, we can still hear you, John. So say hello to, to Manchester and the surrounding areas. Hello, Manchester and the world. Beautiful. It's John. John, I haven't seen you in uh, 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 a, a, a dog's years. I don't think I've been on your show since uh, the last celebrity death. Uh, That's right. Show. We do this every year. Yeah. The first show of the brand new year. Yeah. Uh, since we started here at WMNH, the great John Hopwood, IMDb contributor, John Hopwood. That's that's what I consider you, John, when it comes to this show. Thank you. That's all you are to me. <laughs> there's no politics. There's no sports. I don't care about any of that. Thank I'm just God. fascinated about about your knowledge. I mean, which you have an insane knowledge of baseball as it is. Well, uh, we could do an episode. I mean, you have a show where you do full episodes that I used to be a programmer for on TV. Right. Do, you still have that, right? Yes, I still have my public access TV show here in Manchester. Yeah. And I, I, I've heard you spend entire hours talking about batting averages and home runs and grand slams. And that was with the late Mr. Baseball. That's yeah. right. Mr. What, what was his name? Uh, well, I remember him as, his name was John Weeks, but he was always Mr. Baseball. He had actually won that title. And he was, I'd do half my show about that, and then I would guest on his Mr. Baseball show. Yeah, but so, alas, John is no longer with us. So you know all this about sports, and of course you, uh, you're into the politics thing. You do a lot of that with Matt on his show Unleashed, but... Here at Retrospectrum Radio, you are the rain man of pop culture. Now, a lot of people don't realize that, but that's what we consider him here. But I mean, you realize how we bonded. It, it was over a particular character. Yes. Uh, was that, uh, was that he Walter was, Matthau? He played the... Well, we're not sure if he's actually the brother of Clint Eastwood in every which way but Lewis. Oh, Jeffrey Lewis. Je- that's right. But we were both great fans of Jeffrey Lewis. Yes. Jeffrey Lewis was... Uh, what was his name in, in every... The short, blonde-haired guy? 
No, he played, if you remember, with Clint Eastwood with the orangutan. Yeah. He, he actually, sidekick. yeah, he was his sidekick. Yeah, and Ruth Gordon was their was Ma. Yeah, uh, some people think that they're brothers, but I actually reread the novelization from 1979, and uh, they're not brothers in the novelization. In the old days, the movies came out, and they would publish a novel. And this is, you know, Star Wars still does stuff like that, right? But big m- movies have its own novel. So, you know uh, so much about, I mean, this, and you'll, you'll hear this tonight, folks, if you've never heard John uh, on the show here, I'm just gonna, we're gonna talk about the celebrities who passed away this year, this past year in 2023, and I'm gonna throw actors at this guy that you've probably never heard of out there, and I certainly have many of them, but when I, when when I'm gonna give names to Mr. Hopwood here, He'll either tell you something about a movie he was in or, uh, you know, a bad TV show episode. He knows everything about these people, and it fascinates me. So that's why I love having you here every year so we can, you know, have a full episode, uh, uh, you know, talking about uh, everybody who passed away in 2023. Am Uh, Am I the only one who has a humming in my ear? No, I think that headset is uh, uh, like that, I think. How about trying the other headset on that side? All right. We're all the, the same. <laughs> I'm fine. Let me have a humming my radio. All right. Well, you try sure those. it's uh, not some type of war injury? I have a humming. And in by my the way, this is no ear. joke, folks. This is our last night <laughs> Much better. in this studio for Retrospectrum Radio. That's We're funny. actually moving, leaving this building and going into a brand new studio. Uh, that in it, And it's going to be in its own building. Uh, rather than you know, and this this building's great. Don't get me wrong; it's beautiful. It is, isn't it? It's it's a it's like a hundred and fifty year old building, and there's you know a lot of history to this building. Yep. And it's been a pleasure uh, being in this building, but you know, right in the center of downtown Manchester, literally the center of Elm Street, literally, like right there. Bingo. Spot on. Right. If you're looking at a map and you saw the uh, little star. We'd be in the middle of that star right now. Little exactly. red push kid. We'd be the barking spider of Manchester right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, tonight, tonight, the things that have happened in this studio and this floor on, on the fourth floor. Right. This floor, this is the third floor and the fourth floor. The right. shenanigans. Right. Because I was up there for a few years also doing the yeah. TV shows uh, a couple of days a week and uh, you know programming them and just meeting everybody and actually. The, had the opportunity to meet so many people yeah. uh, in this city that I never probably would have ever met had I not started working up there. So yes. there's, there's lots of memories of this place. You've been doing... Some of them quite hilarious oh, that we can't talk goodness. about. Right, yeah. No. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's say hello to uh, everybody in Facebook tonight. Of course, we have Jason Federson and his lovely wife, Melanie. Of course. Uh, we yep. have Linda Petrello McDonald out there. That's my sister. Uh, hi, hello, hi, sis. Linda. Hi, Linda. Uh, we do have uh, Tony and DJ Steve with us here tonight. Good evening. After a two-week uh, vacation for the holidays, we've uh, returned, and it's nice to see you guys. Yeah. Really, Did you both, how was your Christmas, DJ Steve? It was great. Uh, the week before, I spent it with my mom my sisters in New York. Okay. The real Christmas weekend, I got to spend time with my daughter. It was great. Nice, nice. Yeah. 
Very good. So all in all, it was a it was a good one. Did you get any nice presents? Yes. What did you get? Oh, let me see. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get at what I got you. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Can you say that on here? Well, it's this plastic device. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it is. This, <laughs> it, 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 what it is. How many batteries does it Were they included? <laughs> no, go ahead. No, what did I, oh, go what ahead. It looks like a Fender amplifier yeah. amp head. And what it is, it's a keychain holder. That you mount on your wall. That you mount on your wall, and you have four jack inputs, like on a real amplifier, and you right. you plug your keys into it. Yeah, so it comes <laughs> with... very cool. It comes in, and they're full-size, you know, three-quarter-inch yeah, audio jack. Yes, the regular one-quarter-inch yeah, one quarter quarter inch jack. And they give you, like, a set of them that you also attach to whatever keys you have. Mm -hmm. So when you get home, you just plug That's it right awesome. into the yeah. amplifier. That's a great yep. idea. Yeah, and yep. I saw that on Facebook like a week before Christmas. Really, I've seen like, that. Oh God, several years. Uh, well, I don't do guitars like you. Do. Well, that's okay. Surprised you never know where something's going to pop up. Why do you try to one up me? I'm, I'm talking I'm about the gift you. I got you. Topper. I think it's awesome. <laughs> a topper. I'm not wanting up you. Yes, you are. You are though. Think about it. No, I'm trying to tell a story about how I got you your gift. And I think it's awesome. Thank you. It's nothing to do with that. <laughs> I know, Steve. I'm only giving you a hard time. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Go ahead with you, the, go ahead with the amplifier story. Or are you? No, done? It's, it's done. All right. Well, I was just it's, it's, I, a, very, I it's, it it's a very cool little thing, and I really enjoy having that up on the wall in my living Does room. Does it work as an amp? Can you actually plug a no. guitar in there? No. Try it. <laughs> Try it. There, it has no guts. It's a full size jack, dude. Three quarter. Try it. Three quarter. It's a three quarter. No, it's a one quarter. <laughs> I was correct. <laughs> well, you were almost right. You could have said it has yeah. three one-quarter jacks. Right. It has three one-quarter jacks, Tony. Inputs. Right. We're ignoring our guest tonight, <laughs> John. And, John, we're going to talk about celebrities who passed away. Yes, we are. I'm going to throw an AM at you, John. Okay. And, uh, you know, these are all people. We're going to do it chronologically. Uh, and, uh, yeah, my sources are uh, will be disclosed at the end of the show. I do have some blind spots, uh, uh, television, and uh, anything after 2006 for some reason. Just like with popular music, after 1991, I have a big gap. Right, right. Uh, but. All right, well, we'll uh, we're not going to do music tonight. We're going to do actors and actresses. Okay. All right. When we come back into the new studio, whether it's a, a week or two weeks from now or whenever... We're going to do a celebrity musician episode, which mm. we do every year. So we'll do the musicians. Because I know you're not that well steeped in music, John, as you Only are Only in... 60s, 70s. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll skip Fred White <laughs> from Earth, Wind, and Fire, who actually died on January 1st, 2022, and at David, the age of 60. David Soul just passed. Yeah, yeah he just passed right. a few... Yeah. You know, it's funny. I listened to the playback of this last year, and you did the same exact thing last year. Somebody had just died on Jan like like a couple of days before we did our show together. And as soon as I started talking about the first actor who passed away the year before, you start talking about the dude who just died. Yeah, and you I just did it again <laughs> with David Soul. You did the same exact thing last year. Well, I was You're consistent. I was having dinner with some people, including 
Joel Elber. Yeah. And, Tonight, uh, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, David Soul's name came up. I did not know he'd passed. I had mentioned I was going to be on the show again. Hey, John, did you know David Souls died? <laughs> That's exactly the, the David Souls. <laughs> Don't give yeah. up on us. <laughs> he was on the uh, Starsky and Hutchins. He was Hutchins. also on. He was also in Here Comes the Bride with Bobby Sherman. Yes. <clears throat> he was. Nineteen seventy. Yes. Now, Bobby what was that? Sherman. A sitcom or what was that? It lasted one year. It was basically based on Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And this was a what a uh, sitcom on NBC or CBS? It was kind of a they used to call them like a dramedies, but you know comedy. But dramedy was an hour long. It took place in the around the turn of the last century, where all, all the lumberjacks in Seattle needed brides. But the the star was there were three brothers, a, an actor named Robert Brown, who's only known because he was in a Star Trek episode where he's fighting, like, uh, the negative image of himself, along with Kirk. And then the the middle brother was David Soule, and the younger brother was Bobby Sherman, who was a pop star. Yeah, he was a teenage yep. heartthrob on mm-hmm. all those Tiger Beats. I had a Bobby Sherman album when I was five years old. <laughs> Are you, <laughs> you kidding? It had uh, Julie, 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 Do You Love Me? <sighs> That's the only one I can remember. Uh, he also sang a song called, um, uh, what was on that album that was also a hit? Easy Come, Easy Go. Oh, yeah. Easy Bobby Come, Sh- Easy Go. Yeah. I'm yeah. taking the shade right out of the sun. Yeah. Remember that song, John? I remember oh. that. Yeah. About 1969 to 70. So what else was uh, was uh, David Solon? Of course, Starsky and Starsky Hutch. Starsky and right? Hutch. How many seasons was, that go with? Just uh, that was several seasons. Uh, uh, his co-star Michael Paul Glazer, Glazer Paul right. Mike Glazer, became a well-known TV director. But he was also in a movie, Dean Martin's last starring movie, about 1977, Mr. Rico. I saw that with uh, Gary Hamer, who's the Honorable Heidi Hamer's husband. At the old Bedford Mall. From the beautiful West Side. So wait a minute. You yes. said you said that was a movie? Or? Yes, it's called uh, Mr. Rico. And uh, that was David Saul play. It was kind of a take on Dirty Harry. Because when Dirty Harry hit in 71, that was a phenomenon. It's hit the same year as The French Connection, where a cop is shown as like... Gene Hackman. Know, yeah, great Gene Hackman won the Oscar. Was shown as a racist. And the bigot, now, and a, can we say hard ass? Yeah, we can and, say and that. And then, of course, Clint Eastwood was our, our generation John Wayne, mythic character. This but, is uh, Bobby Sherman. <laughs> Hold on, John. I had this when I was five. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> out of the sun. Wore it out, man. Whatever made. And my older sister, who was like nine or ten at the time, I think. She had the posters from the Tiger Beat albums right. in her room. You know what I mean? Easy go. He was the big pop thing before David Cassidy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Then David Cassidy. Bobby Sherman also made an episode, uh, episode appearance or two on The Love Boat. And I think he might have been on an episode of uh, The Partridge Family, if I'm not mistaken. He was on a Partridge Family. He was? Mm. Yes. I remember him. Yes. As himself, I believe. 
Bobby Sherman. So David Soul and Paul Michael Blazer actually did it. They did a cameo on the remake of Saskia right. and Hutch. Yeah. With uh, Owen oh, that's Wilson, that's cool. Owen Wilson and um, yes, yeah, the other guy, and the other guy, and Mirror, Stiller, Stiller, Ben Stiller, Mirror, and Ben. Yeah, exactly. I remember the parents, but I can't remember yeah. him. Jerry Stiller and uh, Ann Mira, right, uh, John? Yeah, and Owen Wilson sang David Soul's song, which yes. is like a top forty song. Yeah. Although I can't remember what the song was. So he even sang. Please don't a give song. up on us. Baby. That's right. Yeah, that was uh, David uh, Soul's hit. Wow. And he had a 357 Magnum. He had a 357 Magnum? Oh, yeah. Colt Python. <laughs> Who you know, knows when that? Si- when you're 16. Who knows you know, that? I was yeah, the, really. I'm from New Hampshire. I'm the junior NRA. He used to get Tiger Beat. <laughs> My sister's got Tiger Beat. All right. Bobby Sherman didn't even pass away. Here we are playing Easy Come, Easy Go. <laughs> he still was. We totally went off. Elvis did Easy Come, Easy Go. That was just tuning in. Bobby Sherman has not passed away that I know of. Uh, we just went we off just on a tangent. Him. <laughs> the night's still young. We just went. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shame on you, Tony. I'm calling Peter White tomorrow and say I want him on my death pool. <laughs> Bobby Sherman. If he survives. Today. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Don't call tomorrow. <laughs> no Monday. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was gonna say you're not gonna get through tomorrow. Oh man. All right. So let's start with uh let, can we go back? David Soul didn't even pass away. He just died. I mean uh, he, he died didn't pass He didn't pass away in twenty twenty three. That's what I mean. Yes. All right. So rest in peace, uh David Soul. I was Saving that for an upcoming full episode of our show. Of oh, David Soul. <laughs> the David Soul show. Riveting. All right. Let's see. You see, I'm going through a list here that has a, a lot of mixed type of talents, and I want to just go through the actors. So, well, All right. So I'm looking at this. On January 1st, also of last year, uh, the Simpsons series announced the death of music editor... Chris Ledesma, who worked on more than 700 episodes of The Simpsons from 89, you know, its premiere, all the way until mid-2022. And uh, that's just amazing to me. John, can you do me a favor? That microphone has, like, an issue where you need to put it right at your face. Okay. That's perfect. I mean, if you even go, like, a a quarter inch to each side. My nose is touching it right now. (laughs) He's just trying to block your face. It sounds good. It just tends to sound a little mus- muffled. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then uh, what else do we have? You know what? We should just play music of the bands that. Now, out of all these celebrities that passed away yeah. in 2023, like 60, more than half of them were musicians, correct? Yeah. Yeah. The video that I just put out. Oh, by the way, you can go to YouTube.com slash Retrospectrum online. Uh, and that'll bring you to the YouTube channel where uh, you'll see the latest celebrity death video uh, that was released on New Year's Eve. Um, and yeah, there, this year there was more. There were more musicians than there were stars that yeah. were in the video. Yeah. Or well, last year, hardly any musicians passed. Right. And Paul does those all himself. He puts his own time into that, along with the Manchester videos, which uh, 
can't even talk about. They're oh. just incredible. Thanks, brother. Yeah, those are great. They do an amazing job. Did you like the celebrity death one? I did. Yes. Good. Good. Yes. I wasn't in there, so it was, it was even better. Well, shout out to Carol Robidoux out there because she's the one who pretty much made me realize that I shouldn't keep putting these off because I didn't do one last year. And I wasn't going to do it again. Yeah, you and contemplated not doing it this the year. The excuse also. is always, I'm too busy. But you and know it's what? It's an awful lot of work. Right. Well, you know what? During the vacation, we uh, you know had some time. So I figured, why not? I'll make it. I like making those. So. Can I uh, bring something up? Thank you, up? Carol. Yeah, sure, John. Everybody must realize that when you find out that a celebrity, a well-known celebrity has died, that you actually thought they were dead. Now, I just realized Stella Stevens, mm -hmm. who was a, you know, a sex pot, uh, very well-known actress when I was a young guy. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing right over here on Elm Street, which was the old state theater, but they called it Cine 1 and Cine 2, I saw, and she starred in it, uh, The Poseidon Adventure in September of 1973. I know I remember that because I went to high school. That's when I started high school at West High School, and I found out she died. But I thought, oh, I already thought she had died. Yeah, she died February seventeenth of this year, and she's also featured in the video. Right. It's I just got a uh, notification on my phone, newsflash, that uh, Keith Richards is still alive. <laughs> Rather <laughs> remarkably, yes. Uh, we thought he was going to pass around nineteen eighty. Excellent. Good to hear. <laughs> Good to hear. So with Stella, Stella Stevens here, I just pulled up some info on her here. She was quite wonderful in her own way. Very talented uh, actress. but She was in a movie in uh, 1959, John. What was it called? It was a, a musical comedy film. She wasn't. Uh, 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 the only thing I can think from 1959 is either Damn Yankees or Little Abner. But she wasn't in either one of those. No, this one was directed by Frank Tashlin and starred Bing, Bing Crosby, Debbie Reynolds, and Robert Wagner. Good God. Whoa. The bells are ringing. <laughs> <laughs> was Natalie Wood in there? No, no. Natalie Wood was with Warner Brothers. <laughs> I know. And Bing Crosby was Robert was Wagner. Um, what was it? I, I don't know. That must have been her debut. It was also listed in the 1970 book, uh, the 1978 book, The Filthy Worst Films of all the 50, time. The, the filthy worst or the 50? I'm worst? sorry, the 50. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the computer's too far away. Give me a break. I'm getting old. The 50 worst <laughs> films of all time Big from Crosby? 1975. Is it one of the worst films of all time? Apparently. Wow. Hey, listen. I wouldn't have thought that. Frank Tashlin, <laughs> he's a well known director. So the I movie have was. No idea. The movie was uh, Say One for Me. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. It must be such a bomb. Hence it being on the list. That's the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Being one of the 50 worst. Filthy worst. The <laughs> filthy worst, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, Bing Crosby was the first movie star to be five times in a row number one box office star. Who was the second one? He died last year. Hold on. Let's stick with Stella for a minute, John. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> she uh, also, this is very important. She also appeared yeah. in three Playboy pictorials and was Playmate of the Year for the month of January 1960. Yep, she's Playmate of the Month. She yep. starred in films such as Girls, Girls, Girls. 
You didn't mention that one. Elvis. No. You also didn't mention the Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. That was, was the movie that was. really established her. Right. Exactly. So she finally found her groove. And she passed away in February of this year. Right. She had Alzheimer's. So for a long time, she had just disappeared from public, you know, knowledge. Uh, I mean, what would you call it? Public. Just public. Yeah, the public. So I had thought she'd already passed. I was like that with Abe Vigoda when I found out he died years ago. Like That's right. He died 10 years ago before that. Yeah, yeah. He looked like he did anyways. Because he wasn't in anything. Well, it's funny because when you um, when you check out my video of the year that he died, I think it was 20, uh, 2016, I think, Abe Vigoda finally passed away. Um, the, the, the caption that's on the photo of that in my video points out that the media um, announced him as dead twice in his life. Yeah. Yeah. And it was both false. Really? Yeah. Two media outlets announced him dead in, in, in the, the 80s. Before the internet, hmm. I remember Red Skelton was uh, like three times they said he died because he probably wasn't like, he was old and he was in intensive care. And they're always trying to get, you know, it's like calling an election. So when he finally did die, it was like, well, he's probably not really dead because they've already said right. two or three times he died. <laughs> right. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, I didn't know what was a good time to call and say hi, but it's great to hear all of you guys again. And uh, I'm looking forward to another whole year of Retrospectum Radio and uh, all your antics, fun, and knowledge. So uh, that's it from Ron. Hi, Ron. All right, Ron. Hi, Ron. Thank you. And happy New Year, Ron. Thanks for the kind words. Thanks, buddy. Are you listening tonight? Thank you very much. Bye-bye. <laughs> Say it with donuts. Are you listening tonight? <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a guy who can strike up a conversation. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Listens to us and he watches Gold, uh, Gold Rush. Oh, man. Yeah, he, he, exactly, Steve. He listens to us and he watches Gold Rush. What is that on the History Channel or something? It's one of those. Right. One of those reality shows on a channel that should be about history, right? Well, anyway. It's like that show everybody watches, uh, The Curse of Oak Island. And they, I don't I don't get into it. I know what it's about. But uh, they're not making any progress. But they keep baiting people in. Mm. So, All right. Acclaimed film director. Oh, uh, William Friedkin? Uh, Chariots of Fire. Oh, Ooh. Hudson. Is it you, Hudson? That's right. Wow. Oh, I didn't know he died. <laughs> wow. <laughs> William Friedkin, of course, won the Oscar for French Connection. But he died later in the year. Yeah, he. Uh, but uh, Warren Beatty won the Oscar for Best Director for uh, Reds, which, you know. Mm -hmm. I never really was a big fan of Reds. Hey, mm. let's talk about Ryan O'Neill. Boy, that's made me feel old because as a kid, mm -hmm. uh, I watched, it was a TV series. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Not the series. Yeah, and of course, Grace Metallius, from Manchester. who wrote Peyton Place, was from Manchester and actually knew my parents. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> He was in a movie with Barbara Streisand in about 75, I believe, called What's Up, Doc? 73, uh -huh. What's Up, Doc? 73. Uh, that's Peter Bogdanovich. We don't talk about Peter Bogdanovich when John Opwood's in the room. 
That's right. In Paul Lowe's. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Then they made a movie in 77 called The Main Event, where he made a boxer. boxer. And they were also uh, lovers in real life, you know. Yeah. Hmm. He was a very uh, known for uh, being a womanizer and for being very good with his fists. With his what? Fists. Fists. He was a person that liked to brawl. Kind of like Sean Penn. I'm glad you, you straightened that out. I'm a transfer student. No, not the university, the, the Conservatory of Music. It's in Ames. You never heard of it? Well, it's a small conservatory, but there are those who love it. There's a professor there whom I hope to be studying with, a, a brilliant man, Dr. Howard Bannister. No, Bannister, as in sliding down the... <laughs> you have heard of him? Yes, that's right, the not with the rocks. What's up, Doc? Did you happen to know that I, I love you? Yeah. You did? Do? Listen, kiddo, you can't fight a tile wave. About those things I said, I mean, the way I acted back there. I'm sorry. Let me tell you something. Love means never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> Ryan O'Neill. The reference to love story. His daughter Tatum played in Bad News Bears. That's right. And what, John, what movie did they play in together? Paper Moon, which originally was going to be Paul Newman and his daughter, but Newman dropped out because he didn't like the director, that Peter Bogdanovich. (laughs) They won an Oscar for that, right? Uh, Ryan O'Neill never won an Oscar. No. No, I think Tatum did, right? She won the Oscar, yeah. At like nine years old. Wouldn't that, that wouldn't that be funny if they make a movie about Ryan O'Neill's life and the guy who portrays him wins an Oscar? Which wife? He had a no. The guy oh. who portrays yeah Ryan O'Neill. Mm. Okay, enough of that. All right. I'm just uh, looking at stuff here. Well, and listening to you guys. But Ryan, uh, Love Story was one of the biggest hits of all time. Mm-hmm. And if you factor in inflation, uh, it was it was a huge, <laughs> huge hit. Yeah. Uh, who was the girl in that? Ali? Ali uh, McGraw. Ali McGraw. Who was yeah. the uh, wife of Paramount Vice President of Production, uh, Robert Evans, who always claimed, you know, he was the man behind The Godfather, which drives... Francis Ford Coppola, Mario crazy Puzo. to this day, <laughs> but and she uh, she left him for Steve McQueen when they co-starred in a great Sam Peckinpah movie, The Getaway. And if you haven't seen The Getaway, Paulie, you should see it. Yeah, what it's year did that? Men, what year did that? Seventy seventy two. Ooh, okay. It's a real, you know, they call him in France a policier. You know, it's just this. He's a hard. Steve McQueen is great. There's like a guy that's. Parole, you know, paroled so he can pull a bank job, a bank robbery off, and everything goes wrong. But McQueen was the king of cool. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he big back in uh, the early 70s, known for 60s being cool? 60s and early 70s. He was, Except for Paul Newman and Robert Redford, he was as big as you can get. And Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood was huge all over the world, you know. And, Ooh, uh, nobody has him yet, Tony. 
Clint Eastwood? I don't think nobody has Yeah, that. somebody has. Oh, Clint somebody yeah, has someone's got him. Uh, okay. yeah. Clint's mother lived to over 100. So. Yeah. Who's Tatum O'Neill married to? Didn't she pass Tatum O'Neill? No. She well, John McEnroe. John McEnroe. Yeah. Oh, good evening to Peter White out there. We only said hello to a couple of people. Hi, Hi Jen Coffey. And Carol was in there earlier. Uh, Wyzorowitz, I think is the correct spelling. I'm sorry if it's not. And if you're in there and I didn't mention you, I do apologize. Good evening to all of you, and thank you for uh, tuning in. It is 95.3 FM, WMNH, Retrospection Radio with Polly C. You guys want to take a little break, stretch our legs for a little bit, and maybe yes. uh, do the 9 at 9? Yes. When we yes. come back? Yes. yes. All right, we can take a music break. Got Steve, it. you got the keys to the, uh, to the time machine, don't you? Yes, I do. Ooh. Kendra and I are ready. It sounds like, it sounds like uh, Mike Pelopita is here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Mike. Mike Pelopita will be joining us again soon. He has the evening off and is doing stuff with family. And rightly so. It's the weekend, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be back. We're going to mute Facebook for a few, but we'll unmute it soon. So stick around. Uh, Retrospectrum Radio with Paulie C. Good evening.
You're listening to Retro Spectrum Radio on 95.3 WMNH, Manchester. I need it. Come on down to the Hop Knot at 1000 Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, free dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. Bring your kitchen to life with Queen City Cabinetry. 
located at 87 Elm Street in the historic Sunbeam Mall in Manchester. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They can be reached at 603-222-2007 or on the web at queencitycabinetrynh.com. Come see the possibilities. Queen City Cabinetry, another proud sponsor of WMNH. For delivery, call 603-782-8450. Clementos Pizzeria, the best pizza in South Willow Street in Manchester, New Hampshire. Best cocktails around. Come in as friends and leave as family. This hour on WMNH is sponsored by CGI Business Solutions, located at 5 Dartmouth Drive in Auburn. They serve all your business needs, including employee benefits planning, corporate design and business administration, investments and wealth management, and customized business insurance solutions. Their phone number is 866-841-4600 or on the web at cgibusinesssolutions.com. You're listening to Retro Spectrum Radio with Polly C on 95.3 FM. WMNH. Fire out! <laughs> Manchester. Yes, I'm a running. 
music. One, two, one, two, three, four. More fun. I've fallen and I can't get up. Retrospective radio. Got it. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Got it. Little wardrobe malfunction. Got it. Got it. Got it. It's a 95.3 FM. I don't There's like two songs playing here. Hear that? Time to adjust your <laughs> Hold on, I gotta fix that. <laughs> I gotta fix that sounded awful. It really did. What an intro back into the show. Sounded mm. very unprofessional. And yeah. I apologize. It is 95.3 FM, WMNH, uh, and uh, WMNHradio.org. Retro Spectrum Radio with Policy. Sorry about that audio little uh, mishap there a moment ago. We do apologize. We are working to get that fixed. <laughs> Remember, this is free. <laughs> right. Exactly. Thank you. It's free. Although I'm sure a lot of people would pay for it. <laughs> well, okay. Would you? Um, I... Just started my subscription last night, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't know we were charging. It's still going. I didn't, I didn't know what? we were charging, though. So who would I send that $1,000 to? I don't know. Who did you address it to? <laughs> <laughs> who did you address it to? If it was I, to me, I... I said it I, back uh, to myself. If it was to me, I'll definitely let you know. I promise. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that audio thing. This is, I, I hate doing that. I'm going to beat myself up for a week. Got it. 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 I don't know. It's time to adjust your thinking caps and shut the fuck up. Let's all play. Name that nine at nine. Got it. 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 I don't know. Yes, it is that time again to play the nine at nine here at Retro Spectrum Radio. Our special guest panelists tonight, John Hopwood. John, good evening. Good evening, Paul. Yeah, you got to get right on that mic. <laughs> good evening, Paul. Good evening, Mr. Yeah. Hopwood. Good evening. Glad to have you along. Where are you from? <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. You sound like one of the Peanuts adults. You know, like. Charlie Brown's teacher. All right. So the rules are very simple, John. As mentioned yes. in a side chat, you and I uh, were talking about how we have a game every week that uh, Tony aces. He gets it right every week. Every week. He earned his place here. He uh, emailed us and said, I want to come in one night. I'll sweep the floor with or I'll, I'll, I'll bury. Destroy. He'll destroy. I think the word was crush. No, it was destroy. It was crush, kill. <laughs> He'll destroy <laughs> DJ Steve and Matt anytime, and uh, the nine at nine. <laughs> so he had him come in, and he lost. But he was funny. We liked him, and he's hung around ever since. Yep. Yep. I, I don't know how to, you know. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I don't know how to tell him, you know, <laughs> stop coming. To here. stop coming here, but <laughs> he showed up. <laughs> He's just kind of hung around. I was hanging out the door trying to right. sneak my way in. <laughs> and I, I, so I think you've won once. Uh, I don't, I haven't, no. You haven't won ever? No, I was in the lead once. Twice. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, Matt wins all the time, though. No. <laughs> I yeah. see. You yeah, certainly are quiet He knows over there. what we're talking about. <laughs> Speak. Yeah, for a DJ, you're awfully quiet. 
<laughs> oh, I'm just I'm just enjoying all yeah, of this. Yeah, but you're on a radio Basking show. In yes, people uh, at home the are enjoying it. Yes, we yeah. are all enjoying it. <laughs> well <I know>. deserved. <laughs> I am the morning DJ and W-O-L-D. Ooh, that is... Uh, who Harry is Chapin. Harry Chapin. Very good DJ, Steve. <laughs> He's practicing, guys, as we speak. Don't I think he know. should do the snippets, and we should try to guess what he's singing. Really? Or not. You think we should do that? Well, no. I'm, you know, it'd have to be planned another time. Yeah, no, I don't think that would be a good idea. <laughs> I would have to know the song. Well, we could bring uh, Glenn Willett in here and figure out what he's trying to say. No, we, no, don't, need to, we don't talk about <laughs> that. We don't really need to do that either. I saw him out, you know where, three times and avoided him. So, John, the rules are simple, okay? Yes. If I'm going to play a riff. If you think you know what the song title is, very important, the song title, not the band. If you think you know what the, the song, song title, title, I say, I got it. You're going to shout out, got it. You're not going to shout out anything else but got it, if you think you know what it is. Now, do I get more got it, or do I just get one got it? No. So I'm going to play a riff. Right. And whichever one of you three shout, because we don't have buzzers here like Jeopardy. Yeah. So I yes. get the buzzer. So whoever. I have a cane that who, I can just, you know. No, whoever I hear shout out, got it first. I'm going to ask you, what is the title of that song? Yes. If you get it correct, I will then ask you if you would like to take a, a stab at the name of the band. Okay. You don't have to answer that if you don't want to. Okay. If you do get want to guess what it is and you get it wrong, you'll lose the point you just got for uh, the song title. Yeah, okay. So every wrong answer you get in this game, essentially, you lose a point. There we go. Okay? Yes. All right. Here's the first riff. You you two uh, hooligans ready? Ready. Ready. All right. And this is a best of 2023. These were riffs that none of you got in 2023. Uh -huh. Oh, cool. Got it. Tony, what is the name of the song? It's, well, I don't see it. Uh, Sir Duke. You only have Sir 10 Duke. seconds. Sir Duke. Sir Duke is incorrect. Oh. I'm going to play the riff again for John and DJ Steve. I'll play it two more times oh, for you guys. Is. I know what it is. Here it is, guys. This is late 70s. Oh. That's all we get? That's all you get. And I can't guess again, right? No. Nope. Well, that's being parsimony. And you lost the point. Forget I know. Out. I get that. <laughs> Hold on, I'm jotting that negative one down right now, Tony. But before you tell them, I know who it is and what the song is. We still got one more play. That's right. Good evening to Robert Dion. Robbio. Hey, Rob. Good evening, Robert Dion. Shout out to Robert. I hope the sound should be back on in there. I bet he'd know. Hello, baby. Anyway, I can play that riff one more time if you guys would like. Yes. I give up. Don't you, have it. No idea, either of you? I do. <laughs> okay, well, it. Tony, you can guess what it is if you want now. You're I know, it doesn't get a, matter. You're not going to get a point. It's grease is the word. That's right. Very good, Tony. Boy. Very good. Yeah. All for nothing. 
You've earned a negative one. So <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't all for nothing. Now, I've always confused these, the, the, the singer uh, between Frankie Valley and Frankie Avalon. Oh, it's understandable, but yes. this is Frankie Valley, and right. Frankie, Frankie Avalon Valley. sang Beauty School Drama. That's right. Okay. <laughs> and made a cameo singing it. Yes. Anybody care to take a stab on who wrote the uh, lyrics for this song? Bee Gees. Well, yeah, it was um, Barry. It was Barry. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he wrote the lyrics for this track. He, he, I saw an interview that from the musical, then the original. No, no. When they approached uh, him, I just saw this too. He he's still doing quite well. He's aging, you know, but he's he's doing good. He's on his own now. I thought um, he was Australian. Yeah, they were born. You uh, said he's Asian. I didn't say no. Asian. No, <laughs> he's Australian. <laughs> he's aging. He, he's, he's aging. aging. <laughs> he's an aging Australian. I know. Uh, that, dude, <laughs> I just give you a hard time. Thanks. Yeah, he's he's Asian. That's what I said. <laughs> Very good, Tony. That's hilarious. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Listen, next week what I'll next do is I'll bring, in, I'll bring in a whole bunch of canned laughter next week. <laughs> They're going to change the, the code to the door. Should have a little sign on here. <laughs> Laughing audience. Clap. Yeah, no, he was aging. Right. Yeah, we were having a, a conversation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I agree with you. So who got a point for that? Nobody. I think I did. Minus one. <laughs> Very good. Tony, thanks for getting that right after getting it wrong. I appreciate that, buddy. I Because, you know, I get a point for that. Here's riff number two. Boys ready? Yep. Ready. Tone. Yes. Got it. DJ Steve. What is the name of that song? To Be With You. Do you want to take a stab at who the artist is? Mr. Big. Two points for Steve. Oh. No, good. Nice. Very good. Thank you. Yeah. Tony, these guys are aging, too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm not ageist, so. Right. Kind of Tesla-like. You think? Mm-hmm. I remember seeing these guys perform this live on David Letterman. And it was a big thing. And Johnny Carson, I think, had him on there. And it was kind of weird because it was the first time you're seeing one of these hair bands on a on a talk show that your parents grew up with. <laughs> what else did they do, if anything? Uh, Mr. Big uh, addicted to that rush, Colorado finally, Bulldog. Finally found a love of a lifetime. I think yeah. he's talking about radio hits. Yeah. <laughs> that one I do. Yeah. <laughs> Not names of dive bars you jammed in you know, with them. <laughs> what were the other ones you just said? 
Colorado Bulldog and addicted to that rush. Very well-known <laughs> tunes of theirs. Did you play that at the uh, Happy Wheels? No, I'd never get away with that. It was too heavy. Oh, okay. I've never heard of either of those two tracks. Nope. <laughs> They're killer. I'm sure they are. Maybe we'll have a night of Mr. Big, Tony. <laughs> John, how are you hanging in there? Way too many jokes Wait, there. Uh, the only Mr. Big I know is in Live and Let Die. Yeah, that uh-huh. Yeah. Why? Was there a character in that movie named Mr. Big? Yeah. Maybe this band mm. was named after him. No, they weren't, Possibly. actually. First James Bond movie I saw. <laughs> Jason yeah, Fetterson got it I right. Saw in a theater, too. All right, Jay. Mr. Big. No, they the band name was uh, after the free song, Mr. Big. All right, now, John, I have faith in you with this one here. Because it's what a, is it so old? It's an, <laughs> no, it's, it's an early, it's an early to mid '70s song that's very well known. In fact, Steve will probably—I don't know this. These guys—he's older than I am, I think. This is going to be a competition between all three of you. It's a very recognizable song. Okay. And if you don't get it, I'll laugh in all three of your faces. All right. And get a point. And get another point. Play it two more times. Oh, I know it. Mm hmm. Canadian band. A Canadian band. They had a bunch of hits. They were like the America of Canada. It wasn't if you, uh, if you somebody if from you Will. Like, Canadian band died this year. Is it from them? Who? Uh, somebody from a Canadian band died this year. Yes. They were a well-known Canadian. They're from Canada, but they were big in the States. Right. You but know? is that the band? Is it a song from the band? Oh, the name you're giving me is the band? Uh, the only thing I can remember think of is the band, <laughs> not it's, the song. Is, yeah, that's not the band. Okay. So oh, 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 you're saying that you I'm know what the, the band is. You're saying you know what the band is, but you don't know what the song is. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, I'll play a few boys one more time. I know it. One I more. Of course you do. That title, I can't get. I know the words up until that. Uh, I can't. I'm... I know Stop. that is tough. Don't sing out loud. You crazy? You're going to help these guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have all the words leading up to the title. Take a stab at it. All right, time's up. No, don't lose a point. Time's oh. up. Do you only get 10 seconds? You've already you're already, know that it's you're time already in the negative. For, uh, for a what? Something, tone? something, words, words. I'm sorry, time's up. And I know it rhymes with sky. Hmm. <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> uh, well, all right. So nobody, I'll get, I'll take a point for this song. Yep. Uh, John, what is the name of the band you said you think you might know it is? Well, Bar, the guy from Buckman Turner Overdrive died. Turn, uh, t- cool change. I love River Band. That's oh, right. Oh, 
I was asking Sean. I should get at least even at that point. Sean. I didn't know they were. <laughs> I was I asking Sean. Man. That should make me at least even. No, you you already. I know. I get it. Was already up, and he was in the middle of talking. What were you saying, Matt? I I I uh, I didn't say anything. I'm pleading the Fifth Amendment. No, you were talking about Bachman Turner Overdrive. Right, which it wasn't. One yeah, of their what was songs. the name of the what was the name of the dude who died from? Was that? It was either Bachman or Turner. I think no, it was Bachman or Turner. <laughs> it was, it was Bach- an Overdrive. Yeah, fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It wasn't the Overdrive. No, it's. Uh... <laughs> you know who else also died? A musician who looks so much like Tony. Is uh, what's his name? I sent you the photo. Richard Dreyfus. No, 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 no. Richard no. Dreyfus didn't no. die. <laughs> it's, um, I know what you're, you're saying. a foot taller than him. It was, uh, <laughs> oh, man. What, what's this guy's name who you look like? Oh, I got to figure it out. I, I still have your message. So. Randy Newman, but he's still with us. No, it's, uh, he he's like one of these guys that has like these commercials that has, uh, he does cover songs. Oh, Roger Whitaker. Yeah, that's it. Oh, he died. Tonight to old England we sail. Right. <laughs> you like he's still here. My mother used to Sean, you want to give uh, the Christmas song a, a chance now? <laughs> no. You want to try it? No. Come on. You'll, you would do so good at it. Come on. Did you know you said somebody out there wants to hear it? They're looking for it. No, they don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to traumatize any of my family members. <laughs> Time for a cool change. Mm. I remember slow dancing to this at a junior high school dance when I was at St. Joe's at a, at a CYO dance in the basement of St. Joe's Cathedral wow. okay. with a girl named Jody. <laughs> I saw them about two years ago. Eighth they, grade, for God's sake. Anthony I Beach Casino. What's that? Did she ever get over it? No, oh, she, uh, yeah, she's still out there pining away from me. Didn't become a nun. <laughs> no, I think Jody actually, because um, I think we're friends on Facebook. She moved on to, you know, have a uh, family and stuff. You, know, you just connect with people on Facebook that you haven't seen in 30 years and never thought you'd ever see them again, and it's... Yep. Kind of yep. surreal from time to time. Can it's be. just cool knowing that they're just a message away if you ever want to reach out to them. But you don't necessarily need to, but it's just cool knowing that they're back with you, you know? Yeah. It's very cool. It's like I see some, you know, girls I went to high school with, and I see them now, I'm like, that I had crushes on. I'm like, whew, dodge that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. And these, They're uh, probably saying the same thing. And these same people that you never thought you'd see, you know, 30 years later. That's right. Are the same people I've been ducking for 30 years. It is time for a cool change. Or a song change. Little River Band, cool check. Great band. Only good skaters only. 
Paul, I knew it when there was a little scream. What's that? Stop it. Oh, yeah. Don't even do that. <laughs> no. Why are you doing that? No. It's annoying. I'm just kidding. It's not just, like, you, but you keep saying, I'm just kidding over and over again. That was a, I'm uh, just kidding. A uh, second draft. <laughs> I'm just making another moron, moronic comment. Don't worry about it. I'm just kidding. I'm only serious. I Because when, when I looked over at you, Paulie, I, 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 I didn't notice that I annoyed you enough. So I had to throw in another one. Right on. All right. This next riff is for you, Tony. All right. All right. <laughs> Good luck. Did anybody get a point on that? Uh, Steve got. I wish Pelopita oh, no. yeah, was you, here. You did. That was your point. Who got a point? Me? You. Yeah. All right. I'll take it. All right. Here's uh, number four. I'm just not feeling this tonight. I don't want to play. <laughs> wish Matt was here. All right. Here we go. I miss Matt. Let me turn that up. That was you. it? No, no. I'm turning it up. I'm sorry. It wasn't loud enough. <laughs> Got it. DJ Steve, what is the name of that song? Cumbersome. Okay. One-legged skaters only. I'm sorry. And <laughs> do you want to take a stab at who the artist is? Not this time. Ooh. Can sure. I'm pretty sure I would get it wrong. No, I, I don't think I have it. All I right. feel it. I will play it one more time. And uh, Tony, if you think you know what it is, absolutely. Chime in. Hold on one second. All right. Got it. <laughs> What's the name of the uh, band? Bush. <laughs> you lose it. <laughs> You lose another point. That would be a band called uh, Seven Mary Three. Oh. I knew I had a number in there somewhere. Yeah. But I couldn't come up with it. Not a bad guess, Tony. Thank you. Enough of that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not Bush, Tony. So this is uh like golf, the lowest score wins, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you're like negative four. I'm, I'm, two. I'm at zero. <laughs> I believe Steve is four. Three. Three. Yeah, but three. Tony's at negative three. I'm at negative two. Oh, oh right. you're at negative two. Negative two. No, three. you're at negative three. I'm at zero. <laughs> You got a song wrong and two bands wrong, right? Yeah, negative no. three, three. Oh boy, and zero and whatever, Paulie. No, you got negative two. Paulie's got two. I was I've, going over it. I've got two and Steve has two. No, I have three. You have three. That's right. Three, two, two, minus right. negative. Yeah, and John, you're at a goose, but you know what? You're still ahead of uh, <laughs> Tony. Tony. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I'm waiting for that Bachman Turner Overdrive song. (laughs) 
Tony after he's had a few bush. <laughs> a 12-pack. Do they still make bush? Yes. Yep. Mm. All right, here's riff number five. It's a 95.3 FM WMNH. WMNHradio.org. Retro Spectrum Radio with Polly. Say good evening. Got it. Oh. DJ Steve, what was the name of that uh, song? Stuck in the Middle with You. Oh, the only one I could have got, but you got it before me. And uh, who's the artist? Steeler's Wheel. Very oh, good. Oh, there goes my two points. Two points. <laughs> <laughs> That's five for Steve. And, and what film? That one's all yours. Here's the film buff. Reservoir Dog. Who's the lead singer right here? Jerry Rafferty. Jerry Rafferty. No kidding. That's right. Baker Street. Yep. When he was the, with the band uh, Steelers Wheel. I and never had a knew hor- that. He had a never horrible knew that. time breaking the contract off with them. And uh, he wrote Baker Street like months after he left this band. But due to the, the, the record label... He had to wait three years to release Baker Street. Wow. Never knew that. Oh, yeah. Uh, he couldn't put out any music. Not just that song. He couldn't put out any music under his own name until the... And he didn't want to be in Steeler's Wheel anymore. And if I'm not mistaken, lawyer. isn't this song about his feelings know. towards the band, I think? And the, and the really record sure. label. Baker Street was bigger than anything they had to, ever did. It was like an issue with the band and record label. I, th- I don't know. I can't. Hmm. Stuck in the middle. I'm sure there's a good story in there. Robbio, drive safely, my friend. Yeah, I can't. You know what? Robbio just reminds me that I shouldn't. I mean, he's not saying this, but he just reminded me with his comment that he likes hearing it in the chat room. But when we play these songs, Facebook, they boot me. And if they don't boot me that night, they send me a yeah. <laughs> they send me an, an email two days later letting me know that they took the show down or they're muting it. That Sony Records and, and Warner Brothers, they don't like how, you know. Who's picking up on this? They have people that have... Like, they uh, have a their program. Yeah, algorithm. Yeah. Okay. A crawler. So, and it can track what songs are being played um, with like an algorithm. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just you can just use the snippet. Yeah. And unfortunately, it just, it, I want to stay on Facebook. But not only that, Rob, but I don't know if it's going to change over the other studio or if it's just a Facebook thing entirely when we connect this way. But. The audio in here, which you don't really notice during the talk shows, but when it's an a, like a like a music show like ours and yours, if if you play it back like the next day or a few hours later when it's on your Facebook page after you just did the show, and you put on headphones, you'll see that it's like uh, like in one channel stereo on both sides. It's not in like two channel stereo, and I think that's actually a Facebook thing, um, but. You know, that's, you know, I think we'd probably mute it anyway. But, you know, we're not muting tonight because we have the great John Hopwood here. The great. And that issue. Who almost got one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who almost got one. But DJ Steve stole his thunder. 
He's like so a rabbit. Sweet. Yeah. So. Jeez, what did it take you? Two nodes? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, still his will. I never knew that about. That's awesome. The Baker Street dude. Yeah. Jerry Rafferty. Jerry Rafferty. He had one. What was his other hit? He had a big hit too. Oh, he had a few. Bigger in England, but he had a few. I can't. The titles of, you know, that song. Power of Gold. No, the album City to City had a couple, two, three hits on it, right, DJ Steve? I think so. Baker Street album? Mm hmm. Yeah. City to City. It was at least two, I think. Yeah. All right. You guys ready for the uh, riff number six? Yes. Yes. All right. This is another classic, Johnny there Hopwood. We go. All right. Steve, come on, man. Let the, you know, cut the, cut hopping. Some space lag, right? <laughs> Throw him a bone. Right, throw him a bone. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Play fair. Good luck to all three of you. Tony, good luck. Thanks. There's still time. Yeah. You, know, you, you get the bonus. Have to beat five. I got the bonus. <laughs> right. Or is it six? It's five. It's five. five. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Sean, just for the heck of it, did you don't say it, but did you know right. what that song was? I do now. I did it right uh, at the end. Not by when. By the time uh, you said "got it," I didn't. At Tone the low. end, I did. How about you, Tone Low? Did do you I, do you know what that is? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Steve's gonna guess it, but I'm gonna play it one more time yep. for you guys. I know who would, what the song and the artist. I'm not in any major rush tonight. <sighs> Back when they were still. A fabulous rock and roll. <laughs> Just fabulous. I could listen to that riff over and over. Mm. It's a great riff. Mm -hmm. All right, Steve, what is it? Blackwater. And who's the artist? The Doobie Brothers. Yep. <laughs> How do you get so quick? Seven points for Steve now. Hmm. I'm still at two. I'm at zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no comment. See, there's a perfect example. If you're listening on Facebook right now, this part. Yeah. Honky tonk. You would only be hearing like half the singers right there on Facebook right now. Because there's half the band singing in one side and yeah. the other half singing yeah. in the other. Mm -hmm. And Tony singing in the middle. DJ Steve getting admiration from Rob Dion out there. Oh, thank you, Steve Rob. Steve is ama amazingly quick on this. Thank you, Rob. And little uh, hard icon. All right. Very good. DJ Steve. Nice job, Steve. He needs thank to you. be handicapped. <laughs> I can go. If he wins, he just might be. <laughs> yeah, during bring the next it on. Yeah, roll him in the in the hallway. Right. <laughs> yeah, bring right. it on. <laughs> no, no, really. You go ahead of me. Down the stairs. That's <laughs> why so I use the elevator. <laughs> well, all right. So listen. Was that six? That uh, brings DJ Steve up to seven points. That was riff number six, and here's riff number seven. You guys ready? Yes. Another oldie, Hoppy. Jeez. Oh, you ready? John? 
Yes, I'm. Okay. I'm. I'm always game. All right, here it, here it is. <laughs> Got it. Ooh, Tony, what is the name mm -hmm. of that song? Godzilla. And who is the artist? The artist is. If you get it wrong, you lose a point. You don't have to guess if you don't want to. Um. Louis Cult. That's right. Two points for Tony. Brings me even. Yeah. We're zero. Right, so. <laughs> We're tied. Brings you to zero, and you're tied with John. No, uh, yeah, Tony, you're at zero points now. Yeah, thanks. You mentioned that. <laughs> zero. <laughs> with a Z? No. You're tied with John at zero. <laughs> hey, at least you've gotten your. Uh, so I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not last place. What's that, John? He's gotten his, uh, you know, his game on. He's game on. <laughs> I'm he's, here, he's like getting his groove back. All right. Three well. seconds afterward, after DJ's Steve. <laughs> it's all. It's almost over, it. <laughs> Mr. Hopwood. We only have two more of this nonsense, and then we'll go back <laughs> to the celebrity bets. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. It's a blue oyster call, Steve. What are they also known as? Soft white underbelly. Really? That's right. From what? That was the name they used to go by sometimes if they wanted to do an unannounced gig somewhere. In in dive bars type of thing. Mm -hmm. And they oh. would do that Telling a lot. Like whiskey go-go yeah. or something. Just or here the, around in, in yeah. New England. A, a number of major acts would do yeah. that. Yeah. Errol Smith did it. Jay Giles' band did it. Soft White Underbelly. That yep. was their club name. I remember BCM used to advertise when they'd be. I don't know yeah, if that would draw me in the club. For Blue, Blue Oyster Cult? Yeah, Soft White Underbelly. Yeah, sometimes they did a gig at the Paradise under that name. Right. Yeah. Huh. Were you there, Steve? Were you sitting no. There? Paradise. Couldn't get to that one. I was doing lights. <laughs> Where was it at, Steve? The Paradise, I think. The the place on that Com the... Uh, Ave on Com Ave, yeah. On Bo right, right over by Butte. Yeah, the Paradise Rock Club. Yeah, Aerosmith had moved up from there to the Boston Garden <laughs> by, the, by the time I got to college. Right. And they just, they played uh, New what was New Hampshire College then mm -hmm. when I was yeah. uh, in they the played, eighth grade. They played my high school when yeah. I was in high school, too. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You know, when uh, Dream On was number one in Boston, like 73, then I went to see my father, Don, because he was living in Atlanta, and it was the number one song of 1976 in Atlanta because it had just been, they had been a regional band and then they got released nationally afterwards. Yeah, the first album actually took about a year before it really took off and hit. Yeah. That's my favorite album by them. By like 77, they were a national band. And Dream On bigger, just several yeah. years ago just became the national, the state song for mass. Really? Oh, cool. That's a, well, that's cool. a little fun fact for you. That's cool. And Steve, what did you say when it became the state song? Take your skates off and get up here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's kind of a bizarre response, but okay. Oh, well, Odd. the best I can to come each up their, with. To, to each their own. Mm -hmm. So, I'm sorry, what did you say? Take your skates off and get up here. Wow, amazing. They probably must have been like, what the hell is he talking about? Well, He's... one of those Boston Common type of things, you know. Swan <laughs> freezes over. Right. <laughs> He's a car. Swan boats, you know, what happened to them in, in winter. Right. 
one legged skaters only. All right, here's the next here's the next ref. <laughs> Good luck to all of you. There's only forty seven more of these. Hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get two of those. Here it is. Got it. You've given me a headache. <laughs> 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 Literally. Uh, I know the song. I know the band. Wow, man. Yeah, yeah hello there. <laughs> no doubt. DJ Steve bragging over there. No, I'm not. Passive aggressive bragging. <laughs> no. All right. Steve, what's the name of that song? Since You've Been Gone. And who is the artist? Rainbow. Very good. Two points for Steve. Backward skaters only. Backward skaters only. Happy well. Good evening. I get the same old dreams. Same I always like this song, man. Good tune. Great tune. Deep purple light. I always considered this. This was band. before Richie Blackmore, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is like Rainbow. Uh, you know, again, it's like half deep purple. Rain- Rainbow was Richie Blackmore's band. Yep. So, uh, DJ Steve, you're at nine points now. Okay. All right. So he he won pretty much. So we'll just do the last one for fun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Our guest is completely losing interest, though. <laughs> Let's move this. And I'm giving him a headache. Let's move this along. Yeah. <laughs> you did. John, there'll be refreshments. When he sat in, it's just like, oh my God. There'll be refreshments after the show. <laughs> Courtesy of Steve. Okay. And so, pie yes. yes. Turtle wax and uh, yeah. rice aroni. Rice aroni. Mm. The San Francisco tree. Cool. All right, here's the final riff. Got it. <laughs> I'm glad there are no firearms allowed in the studio. Tony, <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. I'm, I'm sorry, Steve, but if you actually... I heard Tony say, start to say got it before you did. Did you really? Yeah, I, I did. did okay. I did, too. Okay. He, he reacted to say got it before you actually said got it. He had a G out before you did. All right. He wants to get in. He honestly did. And when you listen to the playback, you'll hear what I'm saying. You know, I, I would never doubt you on that. All right. Thank you. He can tie I second just say, place. Yeah. Second place. Hold, let him, now, hold on. Now, let's let him get it wrong. What's the name of the song? <laughs> Perfect Strangers. The name of the song is not Perfect Strangers. <laughs> you lost everything. Okay. It's off the album. Now you're last Okay. Play. But that, that's irrelevant. <laughs> It's rock and roll with a drummer in it. So there you go. <laughs> I, could get, I could get that. I'm back in the basement again. You're, yeah. Well, you were. Now you're back underground. You're digging your way back to China. Well, let's hear it again. <laughs> yeah, I'll, first. I'll play it again. I, I knew Tony. <laughs> Tony, I knew it. I knew. <laughs> you didn't call it. <laughs> All right. Well,
But is it Shostakovich? Uh, hold on, hold on. You got to say got it. You got to oh, say got, got it. it. Oh, got and it. then try to guess. But keep in mind, oh, you okay. lose a point if you get it wrong. Okay, it wasn't Shostakovich. Though. It was yeah, not okay. Shostakovich. Okay. It's, a, it's an 80s song from 1984, John. Yes, Great album. He died you, right, you, check Great album. Of, you checked out of rock and roll after that. <laughs> by, that by that time. You were to, done with music. All right. You want me to play it one more time? DJ yes. Did I, you say got it? Yeah. What's the name of the song? Knocking at your back door. And who's the artist? Deep Purple. <laughs> DJ Steve wins. Jeez, he's, he's, he's absolutely correct. Perfect Strangers. That's better sound, than Perfect Strangers. It does sound a lot like Perfect Strangers. That keyboard and the drum and the singers. The singers. <laughs> the bass player. The band. <laughs> well, you got the band right, but you didn't get oh. the song. So you couldn't get it's the a, song. It's a, it's a great album, though. Yeah. And this was like nothing they ever did before. It doesn't even sound like what they used to. Be. Right. Well, they said a little bit. This sounds, yeah, it's a little reminiscent still... of My Woman from Tokyo. Yeah. There are definitely elements of purple in there that everybody knows but they were trying to move into a yeah. little bit more modern direction did right. they ever do anything since yeah yeah they had several albums yeah. after this one. they're yeah. still together yeah I, I didn't know that Steve when will you be jamming with the uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's still existing deep purple Dad. probably never give yourself a plug Although they are probably going to have to fill a vacancy in guitar players again. Saturday at the Rex. Right. All right. We're done now. Let's yeah, go back to the celebrities. Done. Yeah. Okay. Get back to the real world. Johnny, you still with us? Yes, I am. All right. I'm, I'm sorry that we're... Sorry about the headache. ...taking forever here, <laughs> getting back to this stuff. That was fun. <laughs> that was... All right. So, let's getting back to our celebrity deaths list. Yeah, there are some big uh, stars out there that passed away this year. Really, of big course, stars. and we've covered a few already. Mm -hmm. Nothing major yet, but uh, we're working our way towards it. So I, uh, I see here. Um, let's go to the TV stuff. I'll go back and forth TV. How about uh, Pat Cooper? Pat Cooper died. Pat Cooper died. He was always like very irritating, I found, but you know, comedian, he was around forever. Was comedian Pat Cooper. Yeah. That was a spiel. Yeah. yeah. Angry. Yeah. He was he was on Howard Stern's show a lot for for a time. They must have had the same agent. <laughs> well, no, he was he was there as a guest. Yeah. A frequent guest every you know, every now and then. I'm, but I'm sure you do get paid though, you know, when you go in Howard Stern. Pat Cooper was, yeah, he, he was like an uptight comedian. Yeah. Not my cup of tea. Yeah, I didn't really dig him either. Same here. He's like a third raider. A third raider? Yeah, somebody, you know. Was he uh, in any movies that you remember? Like bad movies? No, he was always strictly TV, if I can remember. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I can find something else the dude was in. A great comedian who died was Shecky Green. Oh really? But Shecky never. Not came. this year. 
Yes, Shecky died this year. Sheck, I didn't come across him anywhere. I believe he died. He was Shecky like 97. Green, hold on a minute. He was somebody that never could translate on TV or in movies, but as a live comedian, he was one of the greats. Was uh, Pat Cooper in It's a Mad, 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 Mad. My God. World. You know why I didn't get no, Shecky Green, dude? Why, he just died? He died on December 31st, the night I released the video. Oh, wow. And oh, I do wow. I do recognize Shecky Green. He, too, was on an episode or two of The Love Boat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was in uh, The History of the World, was it Part 1? Yeah. Mel Brooks. He was in Laverne and Shirley. He was in yeah. Mad About You. If you guys saw his face, if you looked him up right now on your phones, you'd recognize Shecky you know Green. Is. Right. Yeah. But they say he's a live comedian. He was one of the greatest ever. He was but very he just funny. didn't translate. He just didn't become fur, you know, like a first rate uh, star on either television or in the movies. Green played Carnegie Hall and appeared on TV variety show, The Ed Sullivan Show, which he said he hated because, quote, they'd rush you on and off, end quote. He played Private Braddock for a year on what? John Hopwood. Uh, Belko? No. Mash? No. What was the character's name? It aired from 62 to 67. Oh. Um, Combat. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, that was a great Very good, a John Hopwood. Wow. That's right, he I was on Combat. That. And what was Combat? Combat with Vic Morrow, a star. Uh, it was a very realistic World War II show. And it, Robert Altman, the great, great, great film director, star, he started on Bonanza and then Combat. That's where he made his bones. But uh, Vic Morrow, who was, you know, tragically died when they were making Twilight uh, Zone. The Twilight, the Twilight Zone, who was a terrific actor. And uh, well, he played Sergeant Saunders. Oh, on Combat? And before G.I. Joe, there were actually, uh, you could get a Sergeant Saunders doll. And then there was Lieutenant. <laughs> really? Lieutenant. Yeah. Action oh, cool. figure. Yeah, action. well, they, they were dolls. You know, of course, people, but they're like, action you're, figures. You're, you're oh, a doll. Action. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of comedians, uh, Tom Smothers. Yep. Yeah. Well, we're we're, we're talking died, about yeah, this. <laughs> we're talking about Shecky right now. But so, I just one. Right? Let's not digress. One story I'll, I'll remember. You love Dick Van Dyke. My Dick Van Dyke's still alive. No, like, hold on. Why, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Why are you talking about Dick Van Dude. Seriously. Go ahead. We're talking about Shecky Green. What, well, why did you just bring up because Dick Van Dyke? Because he had a, uh, he was in an episode of Dick Van Dyke. Oh, on the Dick Van Dyke show? Yes. Shecky, Shecky Green was? Yes, he was. Okay. Did he cool. play one of his uh, army buddies? Uh, no. Well, you know, um, Dick Van Dyke was a comedy writer. So well, he was yeah, a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was going to be a guest host on yeah. uh, Alan's show. Yeah, right. let's see if it's listed here. Yeah, he was on a bunch of stuff like that. But he had a huge feud with Frank Sinatra. But, oh, did he? Yeah. He was notorious. One of the problems he had was alcoholism. He was famous for driving his car into the fountain at Caesar's Palace the year it opened. <laughs> oh, didn't no. exactly endear him to the people, you know, the uh, Goombas that owned Caesar's Palace <laughs> at the time. And then he liked to gamble his paycheck away. But he was, in the, he was 60s. He was considered one of the seminal great comedians that influenced other comedians. <laughs> Uh, Green claimed that Jay Leno once told him that his all-time favorite joke was one Green recounted about Frank Sinatra, yeah. with whom Green had a 
contentious relationship, uh, saving his life. Offended by a remark made by Green, Sinatra sent five men to assault him. <laughs> After some time, he heard Sinatra say, okay, he's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was a street guy from kid from Chicago. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> wow, man! But he was that's a comedian's funny. comedian. He was, you know, he was other good. comedians revered him, but live he was incomparable. I've always liked Shecky Green, no matter what I I've seen him in. He yeah. was on Merv Griffin a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we could never really see his material, which is kind of blue. It's yeah. like you know, uh, Red Fox. If you listen to Red oh, Fox yeah. comedy albums, it's like, wow. Uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah the Red Fox. Hilarious. Mm. And, uh, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, he was also in two episodes of The Fall Guy, Shecky. Shecky. In there the, a, the Re- A-Team. Yeah. Uh, he also appeared on Match Game and Tattletales. Oh, I remember Tattletales. Uh, and like I said, an episode of uh, the first season of Love Boat. Uh, in a in a uh, you know a little vignette on that show called "Divorce Me, Please," uh, <laughs> alongside uh, Florence Henderson. Oh, geez, is Peter White now? And they're trying to like, <laughs> oh, they, they're trying to like get each other to hate each other more so they can not have to ask the other for the divorce. I remember that episode. I'm bigger than a love boat. I am such a hopeless loser. Anyway, um, yeah. So, Shecky, rest in peace. I wish yeah. I, uh, you know what? The, the, there's always somebody every year who dies <laughs> right after I release my 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 video. And I got gotcha you again. <laughs> and and Shecky's big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Damn it. He was in his, How like, old was he, he was 90, uh, between 92 and 97. He, he was, was my father's era. He was 97. 97. Wow. He was my born father April, in 98. April 1926, yeah. Shecky Green. Yeah, and right. he's one of these guys I would have said died 30 years ago. I had no idea he was still alive. Shecky mm. Green. Shecky. Mm-hmm. Shecky. That's right. And then another one here uh, that Jason Fettison brings up in the uh, chat. Uh, Matthew Perry. Never a big Friends fan. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. the Seinfeld. You're either a Seinfeld or a Friends uh, fan, is what they used to say. And I love Seinfeld. I didn't like either. I didn't really, really care for either, either. I only watched a few minutes of a Friends episode. That was enough for me. There was a couple of episodes of Seinfeld that I thought was funny, like when they did the contest. Yeah, that is hilarious. Uh, absolutely. But uh, I don't know. There's not... Too much more after that. That, and I don't have you know I don't have a problem with that show. It's probably Steve, you understand, right? Yeah, it's just not your cup of tea, right. right? Not everybody likes the same thing. I like the Odd Couple. In fact, Matthew Perry did a a reboot of the Odd Couple back in I think 2014. That would have been the third reboot. Because wasn't great. there an Odd Couple with Sally Struthers and another woman? I think. In the early '80s, when Sally was struggling to, I don't know anything about that one. Yeah, yeah. how about how about the either. new odd couple from the? I think was the early '80s. Was that the black one? The black one? Yeah, that was yeah. with Ron Glass from Barney Miller, and Demond Wilson. Demond uh, Wilson, right? Oh. From Sanford and Son. 
They played Felix and Oscar. And the thing I like about that show that some people despise in certain uh, social media odd couple groups, because I'm a diehard odd couple fan, whether it's uh, the, I mov the, movie. the movie. I just watched the movie a few days ago with my friend, uh, Jacinta. And, you know, it was the first time she'd seen it, and she really enjoyed it. Mm. You know, she's always coming over, and every now and then it'll be just in the background on uh, Paramount Plus, you know, the ser the TV series. Oh, the that was a great series. And I like to have something like nostalgic playing in the background. So I'll have like the odd couple playing while I'm working, building the show for the following week. And she'll come over and she started, you know, seeing that and she liked the odd couple. She doesn't like the love boat as much as I do. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. But then again, nobody does. No. That's right, Steve. That one's all yours. Probably. Thank you. I love the. I love that show. I can, I've watched the Love Boat, but I cannot remember anything that happened on it. It's strange, but I watched it for you know several years. Right. Well, I but, liked it. Uh, I yeah, I can't even remember show. any of the co-stars. You know, and a lot of people liked it, DJ Steve, because it was on for like ten seasons. It was quite a while. Yeah. So be quiet. So the uh, what? Stop verbally assaulting. <laughs> The odd couple with Rita Marino and Sally Struthers. What? What's her name? Marano. Rita. Oh, Rita Marino is one of the great. Rita Marino. He's still alive. Rita Marino. Oh, she won Marino. everything. Oscar. Marino. Emmy. Yeah, it was a. Um, Tony. It was a. Uh, so Sally Struthers and Rita Marino. Was it just Neil a TV Simon, show? Neil uh, Simon opened up at Broadhurst Theater in June of '85. It was a play. Oh, it was a play. Yes. And what year was that when they did 85. it? '85. Okay, but the play goes back to Broadway, 1968. Right. Neil Diamond. No, uh, 19, no, 1965. <laughs> the movie's 68. <laughs> and as great as Jack Lemmon was, who was the one of the greatest TV uh, uh, second bananas, the best, and one of the best actor Oscar was the original Felix. Uh, uh, Jack Lemmon? Nope. No, no, no. Oh, wait a minute. Art Carney. Art Carney. Yeah. Art Carney. It's like, really? Marlon Brando always said Jack, Jackie Gleason was a great performer, but Art Carney was a great actor. Oh, Art and Carney was. was a great actor. Mm -hmm. And he was the original Felix. But he, he you know, Jack Lemon was a big box office. I got to so. tell you, that man has got to be typecast in the worst way with the Ralph Cramden thing. Right. And, and, yeah. then, uh, and he was so name? much more. Norton, Ed Norton. Mm -hmm. And he was so much, there's just so much talent in that man. You've got to see. Yeah. First of all, he was also like a, he's like a concert pianist. So when you see. That's right, yeah. He he's makes, on Johnny Carson. Oh yeah. yeah, and he's so good, man. When you see him on a piano doing something on Johnny Carson or on Merv Griffin, he doesn't sit there and do like a a. a a parody type of piano yeah. playing, like what's his name used to do there. Uh, who did that all the time? It was on the piano, the comedian, oh, old guy. I just saw him on Victor Borga. Yeah, yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't do like a Victor Borga act. He actually shuts down the whole comedian part of him and he turns into this musician. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like Larry Fine, Larry from the Three Violin. Yeah, but uh, so. Yeah. What a famous comedian and an actor who he played a supporting role on his show is already mentioned within like the last 15 minutes. What show, what famous comedian did Art Carney make his debut on the Mutual Network in like 1950? It wasn't Jackie Gleason? Dick, Dick Van Dyke. 
Oh, no kidding. It was Maury Amsterdam. Oh, Maury Amsterdam. Maury Amsterdam ah. had show, oh. his own show. I met him once. And You uh, met Maury? I did. I met Maury in 1975. He came to Manchester. Yeah. This Where did you is, find him? This was him? in Brewer, Maine. At the auditorium, they were having, it was him, who was a dancer at the time. Uh, a short guy, danced a lot. Oh, Donald O'Connor? Donald O'Connor. Yeah, they had the Roy Radman And Review. they were traveling to together. Yeah. Yes, we mm. met him and... Wow. Said, and and at that point was Rosemary with him? Rosemary was not with him, but at that she point was I Maury the was the MC. I had just yeah. discovered the Dick Van Dyke show in syndication, yeah. so mm -hmm. I was big into it. Yeah, and that's just a great a great show, man. Great, great, yes, great. It was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and Art Carney's just such a talent. Right, so, but you know, he had a problem with alcoholism, so Yeah. The Well, but, didn't, don't we all? Yeah. Seems to be a trend. <laughs> <laughs> But 14 and, years I haven't had one, and every night it's like, mmm. A nice double scotch on the rocks would be great before bed, but, you know. But I think Tony Randall I'll is do it the tomorrow ideal Felix. Oh, yeah, yeah. tremendous. Yeah, though. getting back to that. So, yeah. So, now, I was Jack gonna, Klugman was great. I was going to ask you yeah. when it was Art Carney. And Walter Matha, who was one of my all-time Walter. Favorites. Okay, so, all right. So, Art Carney was Felix. Yes. All right, and and uh, Walter Matthau on right. on Broadway was uh, Oscar. Right, and they did not get along, but it was a big hit. But when they didn't came... get along off stage, you mean? Right, personally, they didn't get along. But uh, oh, I've never heard that. When they made the movie, I didn't know that either. Jack Lemmon was had been a number one box officer like in '63 or '64, so he had the, uh, and Walter Matthau had won the Oscar in the Fortune Cookie in 1967 with Lemmon. So that was the second movie they made with Lemon. Him, Walter Matthau and Lemon made like six or seven movies together. but uh, And that was a huge hit. Yeah, and, they did make a lot of movies together. Oh, yeah. Billy Wilder uh, cast them in a lot of movies. Together. So are you saying they didn't get along during the making of The Odd Couple? or It was during the play. Yeah, they only did it and, on, on, uh, on, on, on right. stage. They did it on stage, and it was a huge hit. And I think Matthau won a Tony Award. Yeah. Or it could have been no Art Arnie. But see, then they made the movie, and Walter Matthau was not a star. All right, now, Walter Matthau did become a star. Yeah, hold on one second now. With that thought in mind, let's ask DJ Steve a trivia question. Okay. And and let him answer. Okay. Who was when the movie came out after it was a big hit on Broadway and Neil Simon, not mm -hmm. Diamond, <laughs> uh, uh, turned it into a motion picture? Who was Felix and Oscar in the movie? I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie? No. Oh, you have. Oh my god! Not in a long time. I mean, yeah, I have seen. Yeah, I you have gotta seen. Gotta watch it. It's streaming many, on many, many, many years back. It's well worth watching it, every oh, once I'm a sure. year. Once a year, man. No, it's streaming right now on uh, not Tubi, the other one, the other big one that's always um, on. Plec uh, no Pluto. Pluto. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's on Pluto. Okay, yeah, I got that. Yeah. Just watched it. But, Just watched that like three nights ago. Paulie, when I, I I always remember that. Remember when uh, he comes in late? The uh, uh, Walter Matthau was uh, Oscar and Felix. I made this dinner. And the meatloaf. And then he takes, oh yeah. And he smashes against the wall. He says, "And now it's garbage." Now it's garbage. <laughs> Only Walter Matthau could right. deliver a line like that. Oh, that was Linguini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Linguini. <laughs> so, Dude, yeah. 
Because, uh, you know, I get something bad in the restaurant, and I think, like, I want to throw it. Like, no, it's garbage. So it was, uh, who who was it? Who was Felix and Oscar in the motion picture, John? Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. That's correct. Oh, that's right. And directed by Gene Sachs, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what a great, great movie. <laughs> it is. And it was a huge hit. Yeah, absolutely. That really made Simon... Well, I'll tell you what the hell difference it makes. You told, you told me that they were going to be here at 7.30. You were going to be here at 7 o'clock. Help me with the hors d'oeuvres. And at 7.30, they get here, and we have the drinks, cocktails. At 8 o'clock, we're going to eat dinner. Well, it's now 8 o'clock, and my dinner's finished. The meatloaf is done. Now, if we don't eat within 15 seconds, the whole damn thing will be dried out. God help me. Never mind helping you. Tell him to save my meatloaf. <laughs> Can't you keep it warm? What the hell do you think I am, the magic chef? I'm lucky I got it to come out at 8 o'clock. What, 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 what am I going to do? I don't know. Keep pouring gravy on it. What, 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 what gravy? Don't you have any gravy? Where the hell am I going to get gravy at 8 o'clock? I don't know. I thought it comes when you cook the meat. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about, Oscar. You just don't know because you've got to make gravy. It doesn't come. Well, you asked my advice. Your advice? You didn't even know where this kitchen was till I came here and showed it to you. Listen, you want to talk to me, buddy? Put down that spoon. <laughs> <laughs> they are just superb together. Oh, yeah. So was Klugman <laughs> and uh, Tony Randall. Uh, so it's often been difficult for me to try to decide who played the better Felix and who played the better Oscar because... Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon nail the characters in the movie. Right. In the movie came out, obviously, before the television show. Yes. And when the television show came on, which is an amazing fact, every, that show was on for six seasons. In every season, at the end of the season, ABC would cancel them for low ratings. Mm. But then during the summer repeats each season... Right. The show skyrocketed. Really? So they kept on going every year. And that was every year that happened wow. while the show was on. And it was Gary Marshall who was very important, produ you know. And while that creator. happened, yeah. Tony Randall and Oscar Madison were winning uh, um, Emmy Awards, Emmy awards yeah. for their parts on that show, even though the show was getting canceled every year. Yeah, it makes no sense. Exactly. But it was so great. It was a great show. Well, it, And it, they were superb. To get, they were yeah. superb. Right. It, it's hard to pick, you know, who, like, who's the better Hamlet, you know? Right, <laughs> exactly. Both, it's very difficult. they're both great in yeah. their own right. That's exactly what I'm you know, saying. Right. They, they each, you know, set of they them bring it. something special to the table. Oscar Madison by Jack Klugman is, is superb as well. Yeah. But, but you, it's a different yeah. thing on the TV show. It's a different vibe. Different relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Because you couldn't play Tony Randall against uh, Walter Matha. You, you know? don't think so? No. I think they would go great together. No, they're too... Uh, they're almost... Uh, they're, they're something. They're both supporting actors of the first rank. You know what I mean? I would love and, to see uh, them both together. That would be very cool. But Klugman and... Uh, Klugman was great, superb, and then he was Quincy. <laughs> right, <laughs> that opening credit thing every week. He was a terrific character actor in movies before. You know? He was, yeah. yeah. He was in a couple episodes of the uh, Twilight Zone as well. Oh yeah, and and in a lot of movies. Yeah. But, so uh, that was I had seen the series before I ever saw the movie. So me this, too. Uh, you know, um, Klugman and Randall were they were 
the odd couple to me. Right. So it was a little odd seeing uh, Jack Lemon and, and Walter Matthau. So that will always be the original because it's what I saw first. Yeah. That's right. What I Same knew. here. That's what I knew first. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And so didn't I. And then when I found out about the movie, like years later, I was reluctant to watch it because I'd been so into. I'm like, I don't want to see other guys. Yeah. Do Felix and Oscar. Right. They're not feeling. And then I saw it and. First of all, I love Je- um, I, I love uh, what Walter Matthau. Oh, he's he's, he's he freaking great awesome, actor. great, great, one of the greats. But so was Jack Lemmon. <laughs> right, and they did a lot of movies together before that movie as yep. well. Before they were Felix and Oscar, Jack and uh, yeah, Jack Lemmon and Walter, and Walter Matthau did a bunch of movies. I, I saw a couple of them in black and white from the fifties. They were close friends. They did. Yes. Yeah. Grumpy old men. And amazingly oh, yeah. enough, so were Tony Wonderful. Randall and Jack Klugman in right, real life. They right. were best friends in real life, which is great. The movie guys were best friends. The TV guys were best friends. And they worked together. It's, that's awesome. But that was a great play. Great char- It's character driven. And those two characters, Oscar and Felix, are just, you know, for the ages. Right. Yeah. That's probably Neil Simon's best work. Hey, it's 95.3 FM WMNH, WMNHradio.org. You're listening to uh, Policy and Retrospectrum Radio. Good evening. We've got Tony, DJ Steve, our uh, good friend and uh, guest host tonight, um, John Hopwood. Yes. John Hopwood, Raquel Welch. I was never a big Raquel Welch fan, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know. The posters. She was something. But she was a little before my time. She was... By in, the early 70s, when I'm going through, you know, puberty, yeah. she already <laughs> was beyond her, you know, well, she'd already peaked. She was definitely of the mid-60s. Yes. And what was the first movie that she was in? Or the year? 1966, 10,000 uh, years. Is it 10,000 years it's B.C.? One million. One million years B.C. And then That's she the was That's the second in, movie. I'm sorry, you're incorrect. She was in the incorrect. movie with the, uh, they inject the, uh, the little space, uh, the it, capsule into the guy's I, What blood. is the name Something of the Fantastic movie? Fantastic Voyage. That's yes. it. With Stephen Boyd. Now that I remember came out, that movie. That movie came out before. That oh, was her very bo- really? first movie. Oh, I always thought it was 1 million yeah, BC, but that's because of that poster. Mm-hmm. You know? That Yeah, the 1 million years BC movie came out that same year, 66, and she only had three lines in the dialogue in the entire film. And that's the movie where she got discovered. She was the first actress renowned for having breast augmentation surgery. I mean, other actresses probably had it before, but, uh, you know. She was one open to it. About she it. Well, later... it was very well known because by the 60s, they didn't hide things anymore. Yeah. And then she made one of the wor- <laughs> 50 worst movies ever, Myra Breckenridge in 1970. Really? You think so? Awful. You think Myra Breckenridge was, you've seen it? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't awful. think it was bad. It's like a girls' night in <laughs> oh, movie, dude. What are you watching that for? <laughs> I watch all kinds of movies. Yeah, I guess so. You should come on my show. We'll do a whole show about Myra Breckenridge. <laughs> Notorious flop. Good for you, Steve. <laughs> if you want to watch the Hallmark Channel. No. <laughs> holding a cup of, you know, a mug of cocoa with both hands. <laughs> No, this isn't no hallmark. It's about a transsexual, which was hot stuff in 1970. You know, whenever I look over, you look like you want to kill me. 
I wonder why. Raquel Welsh <laughs> was 11 all, points. Raquel Welsh was also in uh, Bandolero and Bedazzled in 19, Bedazzled, Bedazzled in 67. That's a hell of a great movie. Bandolero you know? 68. What, Bedazzled? Bedazzled's with uh, 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 Dudley Moore and, Cook, you know, his partner. What was his name? Cook. Yes, Cook. And that was first Dud, name? And that was Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore and Peter and Cook. Peter Cook. Oh, they're I've never even heard of that movie. They're superb together. I've directed heard by of Stanley Donen. It's well worth watching. They remade it with Brendan Fraser years later. Oh, and, forget it. Yeah. Yeah. You got uh, Brendan Fraser over Dudley Moore? Right. Come and, on. And no. Peter Arthur. Cook plays with the devil and oh jeez, he's just great. And Dudley Moore's a fry cook. And he's offering him all the, you know, the, sells him soul. And then he, every time he's granting a wish, he screws him. <laughs> it's hilarious. And what year was this? 1966 or 67. It was probably released. But Stanley Donen was a, was a famous American director. He directed uh, American Paris with Gene uh, Kelly. And he, he was given an honorary Oscar. Hmm. So he directed it. <laughs> but. It's a movie you you have to see. It's one of the great mo uh, comedies, sixties. Yeah, and how old how old was she when she passed away? Raquel Welch. She's born in forty two or thirty eight. You know, sometimes they fudge their edges, their ages. She had look, to be look it up, Tony. about look it seventy. Up on your phone. Probably seventy seventy two to seventy five. See if you can find it there anywhere online. The year she was born. Her career was marred. She had a very controlling husband. I'm just, I, I, I would, in 1940. I would look it up. I'm just, okay. we're trying. I, it looks like we got booted she's off Facebook. So. 83. Oh. I'm just trying to. 83? Yeah, that's right. Gentlemen? I'm 60. I, I'm uh, adding, uh, I said 70. That's yeah. right. It's it's 2024. Yeah. Yep. Boy, I've, I've, I think I'm, I'm, I'm shaving 10 years off, so I'm only 54. <laughs> Instead of 64. <laughs> I don't want to be a senior citizen. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. She made a very good movie with Bob Culp, uh, Robert Culp, uh, called Hanny Calder, which is a favorite movie of Tarantino, which is well worth watching. But, now, I wonder if she was on the love boat. Raquel Welch. No, I don't think she was, actually, now that you mention it. She, I don't think she was. Her favorite thing, she was cast in Cannery Row with Nick Nolte, and they fired her. Really? But she, they, she set a precedent by suing, and she got her whole salary and everything. Wow. It was about 82. They replaced her with Deborah Winger, and the movie was a flop, and it wasn't very good. But... And Deborah Winger was big at the time. Yeah. Cindy Williams. Yeah, I was shocked uh, to realize she died. Shirley's dead. Cindy, yeah, she was Shirley. But what movie was she in with? Uh, you know, opposite uh, American Ron Graffiti. Howard. Hey. That's well, right. The first nudie musical. No, American Graffiti. Why don't you discuss oh, her for a moment, right. guys, uh, while I do this over here? <laughs> so, okay, you've lost me on that one. She was also uh, starred in uh, Francis Coppola's *The Conversation* with Gene Hackman, which Gene Hackman was superb in that. Harrison Ford was in that also. Yeah, he was. Yep. He was. Uh, he was Robert Duvall's. Uh, who's not billed? He was his uh, number. BD. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a movie. Which Gene one? Hackman was a great actor. Yeah, he's a great actor. Mm -hmm. Well, he's retired now. He's ninety three years old. Is he? 
Oh, yeah. The funny thing is Gene Hackman, Robert Duvall, and Dustin Hoffman were all closest can be when they were young actors in New York. I love Robert Duvall. I'm a big Dustin Hoffman fan. Oh, he was one of the greats. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I think we've got... uh, I think we got ourselves back up and running in Facebook. I apologize, folks. We just had a little... uh, And again, it must have been the music. We need to concentrate on death. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they, don't, they don't censor death. I know, but we also have to take another break. Actually, we should right now. Oh, Why don't we take another break? We'll talk about a few more big dudes in the uh, industry. And, hey, would you be opposed to coming back for our first show to continue if we don't finish them tonight? Not at all. All right. We'll think about it, depending as, on how as, many we go through. As long as the music interludes are either... Uh, Jazz and classical music, so I can get I can get a, a few beats ahead of. Uh, <laughs> That's what we'll do. We'll do classical name that night. Hmm. Tony will ace that as well, right, Tony? <laughs> I, I might have a. I might be able to get a point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Uh, All right, so why don't we take a music break, Tony? Have a seat. We didn't even mic down yet, dude. I mean, he's out. He's walking out the door. Wow! You're a significant part of this show. Why would you walk away? I mean, your mic is still up over here. (laughs) The guy's like putting on his snow snowmobile suit. I have to pee. Oh, you gotta go pee. Well, yeah. All right, go pee. All right. Well, I just sat down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I just you know we're playing random. Sets from uh, 2023 tonight. I think I grabbed something from the uh, TV theme uh, episode right here from last summer. All right. And uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back to uh, finish the episode up. It's 95.3 FM, WMNH. Good evening.
September 1272 in the 13th American audience on the tour.
something I gotta tell you. Not another one of your uncle jokes. <laughs> no, I can't think of an uncle joke. This is cute. These two flies are on the ceiling, right? One looks at the other one and says, hey, your man is open. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. But those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd lead ya? Who'd have thought they'd lead ya? Elm Street, Manchester's premier craft beer and gourmet pretzel bar. Tell us more, Trudy. We make our dough fresh every day. We make a variety of styles of pretzels and serve craft beer, cocktails, and a few bottles of wine. We do the traditional pretzel, and we have multiple flavors for that. We also do stuffed pretzels, pretzel sandwiches, three dessert pretzels, and pretzel knots. The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan Plaza at 1000 Elm Street. Bring your kitchen to life with Queen City Cabinetry. Located at 87 Elm Street in the historic Sunbeam Mall in Manchester. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They can be reached at 603-222-2007 
or on the web at queencitycabinetrynh.com. Come see the possibilities. Queen City Cabinetry, another proud sponsor of WMNH. Clementos, Clementos Pizzeria, family friendly, awesome for a date night.
mind if I talk to you about diarrhea? I, I just want to say two words about it. Pepto-Bismol. Pepto-Bismol controls common diarrhea. It relieves that misery and the nausea that you can get along with it. Pepto-Bismol coats, soothes, it protects. It relieves that nausea. Makes you feel an awful lot better. Next time you get common diarrhea, you'll thank me for the Pepto-Bismol. Here's to good friends. Tonight is kind of special. Hey, where you been? It wasn't easy getting tickets for this game. Hey, Bob. Eddie, I know exactly what I want. I want the biggest steak you've got and a bottle of Lowen Brown. Steak and Lowen Brown. Dolan, you're a genius. When you want the taste of a truly great American beer, tonight, let it be Lowen Brown. Here's to the chef. Here's to the bartender. FM, WMNH, the great Jack Jones. So that song right there was actually a TV theme, obviously, for The Love Boat, but it got so popular, that show and that theme, that uh, Jack Jones had to release a a single version of it. 
Really? Which is what you just heard right there. That was not the TV theme version. That was the 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 version you heard on the radio or in nightclubs. Did it chart? I think it did. E yeah, easy listening. Yeah, or you know, the disco chart. I don't know. I, I, I don't have it in front of me. We did feature that song at one point here on April 14th, 2023, when we had that that set playing. When we uh, paid uh, tribute to TV themes that actually made it onto the charts. So, yeah, that's that answers that question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Tony. I, I never heard that guitar riff in there. It's going, wicka, chicka, wicka, chicka. oh, yeah. Of course, I've never oh, yeah. heard it on headphones either because sure. I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what are you talking about, weirdo? You are a weirdo. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. John Hopwood. Yes. With Crazy. us here tonight. The second time I ever met him. Look at that. He's right over there. The first time I met you was at the Hop Knot. When uh, Matt Connington was doing the remote there. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's talk about um, Tina Turner. Oh, that was mm -hmm. a big thing. Yeah. And she had just recently been on 60 Minutes. The Acid Queen. Right. The That's acid. what she is to my generation. Acid? Is, is that what he, she was? Was well, that her Tommy nickname? Was the, Tommy came out in 75 when I was 15. And, you know, she was awesome. As the acid queen. Yeah, I saw the movie when I was like 12 or 13, and I had no idea what the hell was that going on in it. Well, <laughs> so what was that? A, a talk about the acid. What was that, a movie? Yeah, it was no, the... no, Tommy. Uh, Ken Russell, who's an outrageous English director, made uh, a, a film of uh, Tommy, the Who's Tommy. Oh, with, oh okay. With mm -hmm. uh, Anne Margaret. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ellen John. Who Ellen looks John. like getting, she got an Oscar nomination. But we won't talk about her struggling Peter with the Francis. chocolate and the the Bee Gees. the baked beans. The Bee Gees <laughs> were in it. No, but there's an <laughs> awesome rendition. Uh, you know, the Who, of course, are in it. And, of course, uh, of Ro course. Roger Daltrey's Tommy. But they have uh, God, Eric Clapton's in there playing. What is the song? Uh, what's that song? What, you what? can talk about your woman. But talk about she can give a, a vision to the blind. I, yeah, Clapton's in it. I don't got it. Who sings talk, it? It's an old uh, blues song. Yeah, and Clapton sings it. You know, he's playing. And you can give uh, vision to the blind. yeah, and that's when they're having. The, remember, they're in the church, and they got the big Marilyn Monroe uh, statue that she's like the god, the god, you know, the god they're worshiping. And that guy, what was his name? His, his last name was Brown. He had the song, I am the god of hellfire. Arthur oh, Brown. Arthur Brown was the priest. <laughs> what? I, I don't sight, I sight to the blind. Aaron Clapton. Oh, man. That okay. Is a, he's just, it's an awesome cover of an old, like, blues song. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can talk about your that woman. That was a very bizarre movie. Yeah, it gets better every time you watch it. <laughs> I, I think I've better. only seen it twice. All right, let's talk about this guy. Yeah. Richard Belzer. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. American actor, comedian, author. Best known for his, his role on what, boys? CSI? Uh, no. One of those? Yeah, like one the of one those. The one that takes place in Baltimore. He was on a couple of those. He would play the same Same guy, yeah. The same uh, character. He was known as uh, NYPD Detective Sergeant Investigator John Munch. 
And uh, he 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 played that character for 23 years on NB on NBC. Wow. Ooh. On Homicide, Life on the Street, Homicide, yeah, and Law and Order Special Victims Unit, and made several guest appearances on other series, which I think is very cool. So you yeah. had all these cop series on TV, and John Munch would appear on all of them. That's, I, that's nice. brilliant to me. Yeah, I like that. That's a great idea. And that he, would be like Fonzie showing up on Three's Company. <laughs> any back movies? When I was a kid. Did Richard Belcher do any movies? Uh, Richard Belzer, I believe he did. He was a stand-up comic for the most right. part. He mm -hmm. started out as one, yeah. Yeah. He moved to New York City after he got a divorce, and uh, he, he moved in with singer Shelly Ackerman. You guys familiar with her? No. Not by name. Google it. Was she related to Forrest J. Ackerman of uh, Famous Monsters of Filmland? <laughs> I'm gonna go with yes, just yeah, for the hell of it. Yeah, that was, how many Ackermans yeah. are there? There was so much effort asking that particular question. <laughs> you did it so well, so yeah. So his kid sister, Shelly. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! After he uh, began working as a stand-up comic at Pips, the Improv, and Catch a Rising Star, he uh, then participated in the Channel One comedy group that satirized television and became the basis for the cult movie The Groove Tube. Oh, that was wonderful. In which Belzer played co-star of the uh, Ursat, Ursat's TV show The Dealers. Really? I'll have to go back and re-watch re that The one. Groove Tube is a 1974 independent comedy film written and produced by Ken Shapiro. Starring Shapiro, Richard Belzer, and Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. Features the song "Move On Up" by Curtis Mayfield. Well, I, I, why have I never heard of this movie? It's a cult because classic. You're, because you're an old man like I am. What year, Paul? Seventy-four. Yeah, and they kept it kept going. They used to release movies like that every year. So it got to Manchester about seventy-five or seventy-six. <laughs> yeah, that, that style of movie, and then like um, it was blackout uh, skits. K Kentucky Fried Movie. Kentucky Fried Movie, right? Yeah. yeah. UHF. They, they, they used to make movies for drive-in. You know, there were a lot of drive-in. That's drive where I saw Groove Yeah, drive-in. Yeah. So here are the movies that Bells was in. Uh, he can be found on, let me see, in the late 70s and early 80s, Belzer became an occasional film actor. Short skit of a younger Belzer can be found on Sesame Street in season nine back in 1978. Hmm. Um, let me see, what else was he in? He appeared in, he's noted for minor roles in Fame, Cafe, Flesh, Night Shift. That's uh, what, uh, Keaton and uh, um, Winkler, right? Yeah, Henry Winkler. Great movie. And I think Ron Howard directed it. And I think Shelley, you're right. And uh, Shelley Long. Was that? That's Love her debut. Brokers. Mm -hmm. That made Keaton's name. Yeah. Special thanks to my viewers out there who go to my YouTube channel, I got about 67,000 hits of the uh, Henry Winkler Christmas classic, Ooh. Uh, uh, An American Christmas Carol, that uh, I have on my YouTube channel, Retrospectrum Entertainment, at YouTube. Uh, go check that out if you ever have uh, some time to kill. Well, he was on a Christmas special, uh, but just as a, when he was, uh, you know, at the height of his fame as the Fonz. But it wasn't about him. It was just a general one. I can't remember who was the actual host. Could have been somebody like John Davidson. And he said that he did like Christmas, even though yeah. he was Jewish. Yeah. And uh, he did a great 
version of Scrooge in the American Christmas Carol. That's yeah. why I, I remember seeing it. My parents let me watch it, stay up and watch it when I was 12 uh, during the Christmas season back in 1979 because it was a made-for-TV Christmas movie on ABC. My, and my mom knew how much I loved the Fonz. So she let me stay up and watch Henry Winkler be scared. And I was extremely disappointed back then. <laughs> really? I was, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, you know, I was, I was 13, 12. I mm -hmm. wanted Fonzie. I didn't want the, you know, and, you know, now that I'm an adult, I love that movie. I love it. I love remembering that I could stay up for it. And Henry Winkler is just such an underrated actor. Yeah. He He's, was trained as, you know, an actor, I think, from at Brandeis. Uh, and he was college. he had so. serious disorders with reading and he was dyslexic and he was ashamed of that and he would hate to have to do readings especially on the set of the happy days and go check out his story henry winkler wow and then he he went on to start a foundation i believe for people with uh, dyslexia if i'm not mistaken or either that or he's a big stockholder in one of them he did a made for tv christmas movie called it's most wonderful time of the year also nice which is actually pretty good he also did uh scarface and fletch lives are we talking about richard Bl uh belzer again yeah richard belzer flat the original fletch was an awful movie i liked it it was the best one mm. i liked it. and the woman that appeared in it also i could think i was watching it i was in the army we were watching it on tape so it was months after it was released thinking this has got to be somebody's girlfriend. Because, you know, why is this woman in this movie? Right. And I think if you look it up in IMDb, she was like somebody's girlfriend. It was only in a few movies. Oh, what was her name? Ugh. Norm found, was in there, too. I found Chevy Chase irritating. I was glad when he was off of SNL and uh, when they brought Bill Murray. Because then Bill Murray was able to come to the floor. Right. But, but you know what? I was never really a big fan of either of them. I mean, I like... Chevy Chase and Caddyshack and yeah. Christmas Vacation series. Oh, and, the movies are yeah. yeah. But uh, his shtick is. Uh, yeah, Chevy Chase was only on there for one season. One season couldn't yeah. get along with anybody, right? Is that what it was? Pretty well, much, he was the I'm star. Sure. He he was the star of the not ready for primetime players, mm -hmm. and that's because they're the not ready for primetime players because Howard Cosell had a show called. Saturday Night Live with Howard Cosell with the primetime players. That got canceled after half a season. Hmm. So then they became the not ready for primetime players. Well, it's a, and I don't know if you were just talking about this, but it says in addition to Belzer's you know, film career, he was featured. He was a featured player on National Lampoon's Radio Hour with uh, John Belushi, Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, Gilda Radner, and Harold Ramis. I mean... <laughs> It's like a precursor, I guess, to Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. Uh, it was a half-hour yeah. comedy program uh, aired on 600-plus U.S. stations from 73 to 75. I don't remember ever hearing it, though. I don't think it was... And I think but Saturday I Night Live came out in 75, if I'm not mistaken. 75, yeah. yeah. September of 75. Mm-hmm. You know who the first musical guest and the first the host was? The I know first the first host was George Carlin. That's yeah. correct. And that was his only time on it. And the first mm -hmm. musical guest was Paul Simon. I was going to say DJ Steve Light. No. Nope. <laughs> Although we're both short. Mm -hmm. All right. We got about three minutes left here. Well, actually, we got a little bit longer than that. We can talk about more while we start playing the about closing more death? thing. 
Yeah, more death. That will get the ratings up. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Let me see here. Who do we have? A big one. Bob Barker. Yeah. Well, he didn't make it to 100 where Norman Lear did. Right, but he got close as close to 100 without going, <laughs> going over. over. Right. right. <laughs> With so. all his women troubles, it's amazing he got the 99, you know? Yeah. God bless him. Yeah. You know? That was a big one. Poor bastard. Rest in peace. He used to do Truth or Consequences also. Yeah, I loved Bob Barker. That was Parker. a long mm -hmm. time ago. That's right. Yeah. Yes. That was a great show. You can, you know, and the beautiful thing about that is, you know, you can go on YouTube and you can find, you know, clips of uh, Bob Barker on Truth or Consequences, which I remember watching as a little boy when I was five years old. Well, same here. When Black I wasn't, white. When I wasn't listening to Bobby Sherman <laughs> at five years old, I was watching... Uh, you know, truth or consequences. I remember with my truth, godparents. Truth or consequences with Ralph. What was that guy? The original guy, Ralph. What's oh, his name? Oh yeah, yeah, Ralph Weber. Uh, no, uh, Ralph somebody. But then he just became a producer, and Bob Barker takes over. Bob Barker I'm, took over. I'm making too much money to you know waste my time as the host. There's a clip of Bob Barker making his debut on television. What, uh, 1910 or 1925? <laughs> Ooh, no, on a game show where he's being, probably by the guy that he replaced on Truth or Consequences, Ralph. but making his debut appearance. And the, he's so young, it's amazing. Because when you look at the pictures of this dude when he was 99, he, yeah, it's a big difference. Naturally. It's going <laughs> to so, happen. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, but it's just, you know, I don't know. It's like. I don't know. It's like he he was found in a pool three weeks after the fact. That's what it looked like. He looks like at 99. Versus, you know, how young and adorable he was. Now, you know, it, it happens, obviously. But it's just to see that a before and after of, you know, him being young and then seeing him at 99 is just amazing. And Well, every picture is a younger picture of yourself. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And... Somebody's that was very profound. It was. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was deep. I think that really almost ties up the night. Uh, uh, yeah. What and what's and the other one? And then you're dead, and you can never get any older. Someone's beginning is some other person's Beginning's end. <laughs> every every. Oh yeah. Every beginning is some other beginning's end. Right. Thank you. Comes from some other beginnings. Closing that time. That's it. Semisonic. Tic Tac ad, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I just made yeah. that up. I think it was oh. a search with Retson. Yeah. <laughs> two, two, two mints in one. That's right. <laughs> Remember how the things used to click together and then go into one? Yep, absolutely. Special effects at their finest. At their then. finest. Oh, yep. yeah. <laughs> That's Are great. we looking into people's houses now? Yeah. Why? Apartments now. Why do you ask? Oh, I'll, I'll have to tell you off air. Okay. <laughs> oh, by, by the way. Are they getting the ready curtains over there? <laughs> by the way, uh, Gary Rosington yeah. was the guitarist we were talking about earlier. We couldn't think of their first name. Oh. Rosington Collins. Yeah. Yep. From, and Leonard Skinner as well. Yeah. And he was the last surviving founding member yes, of Leonard Skinner. They're all gone now. And he looks a little like Ice T. He did towards the end. Yeah, he certainly did. Wow. Tom Sizemore, Mr. Hopwood. Yes, Tom he died. Sizemore. Now, aside from uh, uh, Private Ryan, what else did he do? 
Was he in Band of Brothers on HBO as well? Did he move on with that? I'm not quite with, sure. Uh, I just Tom know Hank. he got into all sorts of trouble with his love life. Oh, did he? Yeah, all sorts of domestic cease uh, and desist orders and stuff. And it derailed his career. He bad. was like, and you know, then he had Michael Madsen, kind of like, you know, his the same type of uh, personality. Right. Uh, Suzanne Summers. Yeah. Chrissy. Um, did she do? Did was she in any movies in the sixties? She was in. She's uh, in American Graffiti. She's in American Graffiti. And Suzanne Summers. Yeah. She was she's, a blonde who drove the uh, white. Bird. Thunderbird. Mm -hmm. And she was machine gunned to death in a pool in the second Dirty Harry movie. You're welcome, Jason. Force. Thank you. She had a topless scene. Yeah. In, in Dirty Harry? Second one. Oh, no Magnum kidding. Force, 1973. Ma I saw that over here, too. Is that the one where he, when he had, what's her name, as the uh, as her, as her his partner? Not Tyne Daly. Tyne that Daly. is the... Third, the one. third one that is called the Enforcer. That's right. Right, which I saw at the Jerry Lewis Cinema in Oakland that no longer exists. Oh, mm. I remember the Jerry Lewis Cinema, brother. Yeah, I don't even know where it would be anymore because no, it hasn't changed, changed so that much. much. Not at that really? intersection. Yeah, the building per se is still there. You remember how you would take a, you know, if you were coming from Manchester and right. you're approaching it, you would take a left into the parking lot. Yeah. And yeah. then you would go down a little ways and right. it was at the end. Yeah. That concept is still there. It's now a strip mall type of thing. And well, I don't so know if that's the, where it is. Yeah, and I don't know if the building still exists itself or if they just built right over where the Jerry Lewis cinema is way at the end. Yeah. But that whole concept is still there. You could pull into that lot. The lot is still there. Uh, and maybe now Where I want to go. Paul? It's it's over at the Manchester uh, Hooks at Line. Yeah, I saw a lot of movies there. Annie Hall. Off DW oh. Highway there. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, well, John, listen, thanks for coming in. Oh, thank you for having me. We still have a few more minutes here, so. Uh, a few more. Well, how many more deaths can we cover? <clears throat> in six minutes. Right. Next week is the musician, so we can get to people like t the great Tony Bennett. I think we're actually going to have another week off, but we'll have more details and I'll post it on social media. But I don't yeah. know if we're going to be here next Friday. It'll be a week from uh, this Friday. Okay. Or next, two weeks from time. Jerry Springer. Oh, well, what can you say, right? He was an attorney. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Wasn't he the mayor of Cleveland? Or Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Cincinnati, yeah. He was, uh, yeah, he got kicked out of that job when he had a prostitute and he gave her a check for $1,000 and it bounced and then she went public. <laughs> oh, I remember that in the news. Yep. All right. What, what else? prostitute takes a check? <laughs> a businesswoman. Like the mayor he, he, was, he was the mayor. I mean, yeah. She was the businesswoman of the night. <laughs> Jacqueline Zeman, best known as, known as Bobby Spencer in General Hospital back in the city. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Speaking gone. of prostitutes. Hey, stop. What, what does that mean? She was a prostitute, uh, an ex-prostitute. Oh, Bobby in, Spencer? In yeah. General Hospital. Oh, okay. She's freaked me out there for a moment. <laughs> Speaking of prostitutes, <laughs> what are you doing after the show? Let's <laughs> <laughs> take a ride up and down the uh, east side of Manchester. Uh, Ray Stevenson, not to be confused with the guy who sings The Streak, uh, Ray Stevens. 
This is Ray Stevenson, who appeared in uh, the first three Thor movies and Divergent TV series. Three Thor movies. Also starred in the Oscar-winning epic RRR, Triple R. Died at age 58. She's a year older than me. What's been about a pirate? Arr. Uh, who else? Who else passed away? Ah, here, this one's for you, John. Astrud Gilberto. Who who was that? Astrud Gilberto. Hmm? You want a hint? Sure. She sang a very popular oh, elevator yeah. hit. Yeah, huh? uh, but you're your musicians now. The girl from Impamina. Yes. She's died? She passed away at age 83. Whoa. The girl who sings the original, like, Elevator Burt Bacharachy. Yeah. The girl from Ipanema. Mm-hmm. Burt Bacharach died, too. He did. Yeah. Big name. Big name in music. Over 1,000 p- performers uh, did uh, Burt Bacharach songs. Well... Yeah, that's amazing. Recorded them for albums. The Iron Sheik, rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Treat Williams from the movie Hair back in 79, rest in peace. Brett Hadley, Young and the Restless, was on for years there. And he died at 92. Uh, let me see who else we got here. Bill Cunningham. The original voice of Barbie's boyfriend, Ken, for Mattel commercials really? in the early 1960s. Wow. Died at the age 96. Raquel Welch is a co-star in, uh, I think it's called The Hundred Rifles. Jim Brown died. This year? Yeah, the great NFL player. Oh, wow, I didn't know. And he was a big movie star in the early 70s. He kind of supported. What was he in? Sidney Poitier. He was in Slaughter. They were black exploitation movies. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But his first movie when he quit quit the Cleveland Browns was The Dirty Dozen. But he was one of the all time great football players. Yeah. I had no idea that he yeah. passed. And if we left anybody out tonight that you folks love out there listening, I do apologize. No disrespect intended. We're just allotted for time. Obviously, we missed so many. Dick Buckus died, Joseph. Yep, yeah. that's right. Part of our childhood. Well, you're a certain age. Sinead O'Connor. Oh, yeah. Didn't have a good relationship with Prince. Or even the, though or, she, or the uh, Pope. Yeah, or the Pope. <laughs> uh, John Hardwick. Uh, the voice of Dale Gribble on King of the Hill. Oh, that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Robbie Robertson, of course, from the band. Oh, yeah. A lot of big musicians this year. Yeah. And who was the lead singer for April Wine? I don't know oh, the name he... off the top of my head, but yes, he died too. He died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Arlene Sorkin, another big player in the uh, soap operas. Francis Sternhagen died, who was uh, Cliff's uh, mother in Cheers. Jimmy Buffett, yeah. Gary Wright, Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin, a great character actor. Paul yeah, Rubens, Tony good. Bennett's. 
All right, listen, folks, that's going to do it for us. Again, yeah. if we left anybody out, <clears throat> I do apologize. Sir Michael Gambone. Oh, he was uh, terrific yeah. after. Rosalind Carter, rest in peace. And I think that's pretty much the biggest players. If Again, if we... Uh, Richard Mall from Night Court. Norman Lear, of course. All right, folks, listen, we are going to take another week off, and when you hear us again, we'll be in an all-brand-new studio. Happy New Year to you folks. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you again real soon. The replay is Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern. Have a good evening.